This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. It popping We always start this shit professionally with the earphones on. What up, what up? Rose Podcast ever, episode 24. Kobe Tom. Oh shit, it is 24, yeah. Um, it's your boy C. Diddy. Y'all know who I am. Ron Harper. Yeah, Ron Harper <laughs> over here. Point guard, averaging <laughs> eight and seven. Eight, seven, and six a game. Superior defense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm Matt. You know, I'm done with Matt makes me sick, like I said. Just Matt. Just Matt. But how are people going to find you on social media if you're done with Matt makes me sick? I actually looked for the name, uh, Matt. It, it's gone. Of course, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was. This would be Matt nineteen underscores. I, I was so hype, and I, I looked. Whoever got it, don't got. He only got like thirty seven thousand followers. So I'm like, pretty sure he'd come up off of it if I offered him a couple of dollars or whatever. Like, yo, listen, my man, I got eighty seven dollars. When you come to Philly, I got unlimited bus fares. Eighty seven dollars, you. you get on the bus whenever, <laughs> and you get a free shout out on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Let me get that that Matt. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind having that as just my name, Matt, but. Until then, Matt makes me I sick. mean, you might have just got to be Matt Kane, and then I'll be Chad Fane, and then we're Matt Kane, Chad Fane. Crazy part is I don't, I don't really like my – you know, he's a baseball player named Matt Kane. Yeah, what's the problem? I just – it's – like, when they, when you hear Matt Kane, and you then think I – the... You don't think of me. You think know what I'm like saying? Stout baseball player? Like, my name, sh- my name should be, like, Hassan <laughs> – you know what I'm saying? Something along them lines. Yo, we one minute into Hassan, the show. Hassan, Hassan Fletcher. You know what I'm saying? Hassan. Like, I, I need to have a long name. Matt Cain just doesn't look like me, oh, if that man. makes any sense. You actually look like Chad Vane. Yeah, absolutely. I don't look like Matt Cain. You know what I'm saying? But that's the beauty in it. You don't look like Matt Cain. But, you are, but, but yet and still... You're Matt Kane. I remember going on a job interview like years ago, and it was like me and a white guy sitting in the room, and the lady came out. <laughs> like, uh, Matt? And she was like, uh, Matthew uh, Walter, because I, I, I couldn't fit. It just said Matthew Walter. And she said my name, and I stood up. And she's like, hey, you need anything? You need something to drink? I'm like, no, bitch, you <laughs> no, call you me. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get DDT'd in this lobby. Yeah. Fuck wrong with you. Yeah, that shit crazy. How was your week? Um... My week was fucking lit, dog. We had a lot of bullshit this week. Yeah, man. it was a lot. I had, you 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 know, but the, uh, remember I locked myself out when we left her last week. Yes, it was a mess. I was telling Man's him like, uh, do you have a locksmith connect? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I've never been asked that question <laughs> in that manner before. Uh, no, because look, <laughs> we we leave the studio last week. I I, I, I get home. Mind you, we left late. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, I ain't get home till one forty five probably. Yeah, I get to my front door, pull my keys off my waist. Car, both car keys, the bus key, my grandfather's house key, but the keys to my house. Everything are, but what you need at this Everything moment. but what I need right now. <laughs> and my dog is going ape shit because she can see me, right. but I'm not coming in the house. So I freak out, look around. I'm like, yo, what the fuck are the keys? I call you. I call yeah. Justin. Nobody has key. I'm, I got to get a locksmith. What the fuck? I'm like, I done lost the keys. Boom. Apparently, when you call a locksmith, uh, all the locksmiths are intertwined through some database. Like a fraternity. <laughs> you when, call one central number, and you get one of... When you call a locksmith and, like, yo, give them your address, and they be like, yeah, 
Uh, I'll send my technician. He'll give you a call when he's on the way. He'll be there in less than a half hour. Once they say that, you can't call no other locksmith because they've all been alerted now that there's a locksmith headed to your address to meet you for this reason. Gotcha. So the bull calls me. He was like, yeah, I'm coming from the Northeast. I'll be there in 25 minutes. I'm like, you ain't going to get here no fucking 25 (laughs) minutes, man. Be honest. You know where I'm at. (laughs) Right. So long story short, I call him back. His phone dead. So this is at one forty-five, two o'clock. That's a bad sign. It's 3 o'clock now. I'm sitting outside. I literally listened to our podcast that we had just recorded. And I'm like, all right, what the fuck, man? It's like it's 3.13. So I, I called a number. He don't answer. I called an original number. They not answer. Now I just start calling any locksmith that comes the fuck <laughs> up in Google. They all hit me with the same shit. Oh, there's a technician already assigned. He'll be there shortly. Bitch, I've been the fuck out here for an hour and right. a half. He's Obviously, not, he's not getting here fast enough. What the fuck? So, um, I, I just start walking around. Now, I, I found a screwdriver. I'm like, yo, I'm about to just break the fucking <laughs> mouth. Jimmy the door. And it, like, <laughs> mind you, I'm not on the first floor, so it's like I can't even, like, get in through the window. Yeah. No crazy, you know, A-team shit. You know what I mean? And long story short, technician boy shows up at, like, 445. That's horrible. I'm, remember I texted you? Yeah. I, I was pissed. Then this motherfucker start, like, trying to scumbag on the price because they had gave me one price for what I needed. Right. And then he gets there at 4 in the morning. He like, yeah, you really want to get in the crib, right? Like trying to pull that joint on me. I'm like, listen, dog, the tip I'm on right now, I will beat you to death <laughs> and use your tools to go to fucking the house. Get me in there now. You know what I'm saying? It was a whole fiasco, man. I, I didn't even go to work that day. It was just a mess. Like I didn't get in the house till literally it was like 4 56. That's fucking terrible. And I, I got there at like one in the morning. It was it was ridiculous. You're having a bad run with like uh service people over the last uh, couple months. It's ridiculous, man. It's it's like I, I was so pissed and, and it, it's whatever. I got new keys, I got new locks. Yeah, we passed it. You know what I'm saying? You had an eventful week. Yeah. Uh my house got done last Friday. So here's my timeline. My house got done last Friday. Um we had the pictures, so we had the pictures taken that day or whatever. We had our first, uh, I'm sorry, it went on the market Tuesday. So went out to multi-listen services, whatever. It was listed on Tuesday. We had our first person come visit on Wednesday. We had our first offer on Thursday. Oh, the person that yeah. visited Wednesday. Oh, yeah, I did see the offer, yeah. Yeah, we had an offer come in on uh, Thursday. We had two more people see it on Thursday. We rejected the initial offer, which was like a little bit below asking, Person counter came up four thousand dollars. We accepted the offer. We go to closing uh, in August. Oh, y'all sold it. Sold. Oh shit! I just done. Congrats. Yeah. Nigga, that's so 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 it took a while. It took fucking four and a half months to get this bitch done. Fucking sold in three days. It sold in a f- less than a week. <laughs> sold in less than a week. Yep. Sold in three days. Done deal. Damn. Yep. So unfortunately, with real estate processing and all that shit, some processes are slower than others, especially if the person's not pre-approved. So it takes. A little bit longer to close or whatever, but like probably like the first week of August, maybe like the somewhere between the seventh to tenth, we should uh, be closed or whatever and be out of this motherfucker. So I'm obviously looking for yeah, another you know, house mil- right now. Million dollar listing is like one of my favorite shows. I love that shit, and uh, I love L. A. I hate New York, but watching it, you watch the the contingen- contingencies that some of the people have when they get a house, and yeah. it's like. Yeah, like a house don't get sold and you move in the next day. Like it might like some of them Jones be like, yo, we buying it in six months. Like we need six months to do X, Y, Z. Yeah. And they'll be like, all right, well, we'll sell you the house. But then we want to buy back 30 days for like it, it'd be crazy. Yeah. It? yeah. 
So, so yeah, up, so it, it got done. Um, we ended up not having the we were, our biggest fear in this process was that we was gonna have to give sellers assist because it's probably gonna be a first time home buyer and they wasn't gonna have all the money. No sellers assist. Um, so that's good. So that we kept about ten thousand dollars in profit just off of that alone. So I'm happy about that. But I'm obviously looking for another property like ASAP. Like I'm turned out now because now it's like all right, it's like the Sixers. Like you trust the process, you believe in the process, then the fucking process works. All right, cool. We got to keep doing this shit. So, yeah, so my goal is literally like, if I can be uh, buying one property and closing on another every four to like seven weeks for the rest of my life, I can do what I need to do. That's what's up. So, that's my personal goal right now. Whatever. And uh, anybody out there that's interested in getting started in real estate, me and my partner are starting an um, investment group. I told Matt about it earlier this week, but we started an investment group. Um, excellent ROI, and it's like we're going to handle all the project management and all that stuff, uh, permits and, you know, construction crews and all that shit. So if you're interested, DM me on IG, and um, I can give you some more information about that. Now, is there a minimum? Like, can I, like? Um, minimum is like 2500 Oh, okay. Just because it's like, all right, if you're giving somebody a set ROI, um, say if it's 25% or whatever, you want it to be to where it's like it makes sense for them to do it, to where it's like, all right, yeah, you're investing a little bit of money, but you're still going to get back a sizable return on it. It's just like, all right, you give me $1,000 and I give you back 1250 you don't really feel like I you mean, did anything. I was, <laughs> I'm going to tip like, oh, if I give you a bean, <laughs> I'll take 125 I'll be happy with that. You know yeah, but in how long? You get what I'm saying? I mean, I'm working. When it comes, <laughs> when know, it comes, it comes. Now, you know, I haul off and miss a day of work. I call you like, yo, the house so yet I need that bean. <laughs> like, but, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about all of that type of stuff. But, um, I, I got a couple other things I, I got that I'm saving up. I, I'm really trying to make a push for the uh, 2018 World Series, man. Like, I really need to get to hell of Vegas and, like, shoot my shot. It's crazy, but uh, Negroni right now is uh, picking people – <laughs> Just said I have thirty two dollars in my pocket. What's good? <laughs> uh Daniel Negreanu right now is picking people like at random and he's staking them in the main event. Oh shit. And uh buying is ten grand. You know, the main event first prize, ten million and yeah. shit. But he's basically he wants you to make a video. I'm actually gonna do it sometime this week. <clears throat> like make a video explaining why it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I should pick you, and he's just picking people and staking them. In oh the yeah, no, we gotta we gotta produce the shit out of that video. So I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna shoot my shot. But it's just like I, I save up some money, shoot at a couple, uh, like mid level tournaments, like yeah. the Parks Big Stack, the Borgata Open is coming up in July. It's like I need to stop bullshit. Your poker grind. Yeah, it's like I've been back playing heavily. You know what I'm saying? I smashed a tournament about two weeks ago. It's like I just need to stop playing and like really, really get rid of because it it's just like. I, my wrist be aching from turning that right. fucking wheel, and it's like anybody out there that want to stake Matt in any of these tournaments, let me know. I'm his manager. Yo, Rob, <laughs> Rob hit me up about it. Shout out Camaro Rob. Rob hit me Shout up about Rob. staking me, <laughs> and then you know, it's, I don't know what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like we had a whole little convo about it, and then you know, Rob's all over the place. Rob just opened a uh, water ice spot, I believe, a uh, couple maybe like a week ago, something like that. Uh, Rob got a lot going on. Rob. Uh, Congrats to Rob. I talked to him the other day. He just closed on a property that yeah, he, yeah, he was about to start rehabbing. 
Um, and we were just kind of, you know, talking about, you know, all the real estate shit and all the contingencies. And, you know, it's it's dope that when you have friends and then everybody's kind of like on their shit at the same time. Like everybody right now that I'm that I talk to every day, everybody I know trying to get some money and trying to get fucking rich. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like whether whatever it is, real estate, fucking poker, uh, selling heroin. Everybody's trying to get rich. Right <laughs> now. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's on their shit. <laughs> So that's dope that everybody's focused and, and, and doing whatever the fuck they doing with a purpose, man. I still, I, 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 so uh, Rob on Twitter, I'm like, okay, you got the be your water ice thing going. He was like, man, shut up. I'm like, it's just funny because that's always the name right. of everything. But yeah, Rob, that's my man. I fuck with Rob. Yo, we got a lot of uh, dope feedback on last week's show, man. People yeah, we, was, did. we did. People we was did. really fucking with, you know, the end of the show. And um, somebody hit me today. Um, uh, He was like, um. The end of the show, he's like, y'all, y'all only scratched the surface. Y'all need to get in depth. And I'm like, we, we actually had planned. To, to, here we go. Let here we go. <laughs> we actually had planned to do a financial literacy show. show. Yeah. And we were going to shout out Kendall. Kendall was going to come through a couple other people. And, like, everybody but Kendall was on some shit. And it was <laughs> right. just like, all right, we'll put that one in the archives. So we'll what we'll do is anybody out there that's in the Philly tri-state area, if you work in any type of, uh, you know, financial field, whether it's like you a stockbroker, you're a financial advisor, uh, you work for a bank, not a teller. We need somebody with like a higher level yeah. conversation here. Um, anybody else that wants to come on, preferably a female, and compliment Kendall on that show, we still plan to do that show because it's hella important to talk about like financial literacy. Oh, yeah, shout out, Kendall. He just got his uh, office. Uh, yeah. Well, he said it the other day. Damn, I, I looked right at it. Um It'll come back to me. All right. Well, shout out Kendall on that Yeah, one. so it's like if any, any of y'all want to come on and compliment Kendall in this conversation, this financial literacy conversation, you know, we're going to talk about credit repair, what you need to do to buy a house, smart investments, um, you know, the importance of insurances, car insurance, life insurance, all of that shit. Um, and it's just going to be like a dope conversation that we really, really want to have. And no just more kinda, fish fries. Yeah, exactly. Me, 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 and my man Zeke was just on the phone on my way here. I talked to him the whole way here, and I was just basically like, "Yo, if somebody dies and you leave a bill instead of a financial windfall for your family, you lived your life in an irresponsible manner." Mm-hmm. Like you know, what I'm saying like because life insurance is so inexpensive compared to shit that we spend money on every single day. Like if you was to cut back on buying Starbucks coffee and maybe buy Dunkin' Donuts, you can afford to pay for life insurance. Just doing, you know I'm saying, doing one small thing differently. So it's like stuff like that is what needs to be discussed. Different tiers of life insurance. Um, you know, the importance of insuring. Uh, I read a thing that said and, the average you know, person doesn't worry about life insurance. All of that type of stuff till they're in their forties, and the only problem with that is that like motherfuckers you know, dying, niggas every day. is dying at seventeen, <laughs> nine, like yeah. you know. It's, so it's it's just one of them things where it's like I got two of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just I got my sisters on one, Lee on another. It's just like you you gotta have the shit. You, you have know? to. Uh, you know, it's just one of them things where it's just growing up. My household was like my mom passed away. She had it. You know, like yeah. it's just one of those things. So it's like nothing you really think about. And that's the crazy part. It's like. When you get insurance, they all, they, you know, I, State Farm, they like, okay, well, yeah, you got auto insurance. Right. <laughs> uh, you need homeowner's insurance? I, nah, I got that. You, right. you need life insurance? Well, talk to me. Let me know. You, you, didn't you get that? They're like, you know we got the multi-package right. deal. So if you get boat insurance, you're like, all right, fuck <laughs> it. I, <laughs> I ain't even got a boat. But throw the <laughs> shit in there. Whatever. All right, cool. It's like the phone with Comcast. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> This is one of the things is like you get discounts for having multiple policies. Yeah. So it's, it's I don't understand why people don't have the shit 
Yeah. More. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's out there and it's readily available, man. So yeah, we definitely looking to have that conversation soon. Hopefully as soon as next week. That would be uh great. Um we're supposed to have a guest today. I'm not gonna get into the who, what, what yeah. where's and why's of that. But just know I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I did my best, man. You know what I'm saying? And my, sometimes your best ain't good enough, no, apparently. Not at all. So so that's that. Um a lot of new uh music out this week. Um Two chains drop pretty girls like trap music. Young Thug has the uh, Thugger Girls project out. I listened to the first three songs. That shit, shit is good. Not, I haven't listened to the rest. It's of good. Yet. Yeah, I, I, I like Thugger. That's right. his best music to date. Other than like the Barter Six, the Barter Six is a masterpiece. I must say the Barter Six just started off <laughs> so cold, man. The Barter Six, but it's it's a different type of music. Tell me when you know, <laughs> when all, that Barter Six was my Barter shit. Six is a masterpiece. Uh, but yeah, so the the uh, Lord put out a new project. The chick that had the song a couple years ago. Uh. What the fuck is the name of that song? Ooh. The girl Lord. She what is the record she had a couple years ago? Lord. Yeah, she's from uh, like Australia. Oh, you got me. But like, I listen to like you know pop music and shit. Like, yeah, pop I do music. too. Uh, what's the name of that? I, listen, song? I was listening. To oh, Rock. Royals. Oh, okay, we can okay. never be royal. Yeah. That joint. So she got a new album out. Um, the kid Joiner Lucas from uh, I think he's from Connecticut. The, that was the kid that uh, Karen Civil finessed out of Fifty Bands. Yeah. So it's good to see he bounced back. And uh, Big Boy from Outcast put out a new project also. And Khaled just put out that record with Rihanna and uh, Bryson Tiller. Bryson. The uh, Maria Maria flip. Yeah. Dope record. So I think that's going to be another number one for Khaled. I predicted the last one here. I think I'm going I'm to call this one another number one. It's hard to get around Rihanna, Khaled, and say, Bryson it's together. Like, it's not rocket science. <laughs> right. You give me Quavo, Lil Wayne, and, <laughs> and Justin, Justin Bieber. Bieber. I'm figuring this shit out. I'll get you a number one. <laughs> But uh, I don't know where we gonna start this week, man. Uh, the big the big music topic this week, Double XL freshman list is out. Um, I'll give y'all the names. Majority of y'all that listen to our show are thirty plus. You're gonna find like, who the fuck are these people? I saw the picture of the XL. <laughs> I'm like, who are these motherfuckers? All right, so from uh, left to right on the cover, we have Kamaya from uh, Oakland. We have a boogie with the hoodie, PNB Rock. Uh, made in Tokyo, Uber Everywhere Bull, uh, XXX Tentacion, uh, Playboy Cardi, Ugly God, Amine, uh, Cap G from Atlanta, and Kyle. And off top on this list, I say PNB Rock, correct. He has a platinum single out, Selfish, this went platinum. Um, he has other records, So Many Tears with uh, Kodak Black, this went was his gold about to go platinum. Uh, and he has two songs on the Fast and Furious soundtrack and potentially a, a couple records coming out with Justin Bieber soon. There's nothing more you can really say about that. Rap is really in the toilet. <laughs> Did you say it was a nigga on the list named Kyle? Kyle. Like, yeah. just Kyle? Just Kyle. Oh, wow. I, I, I should have rapped. And he looks like a Kyle. <laughs> uh, a Boogie with the Hoodie. Yes, I, I can agree with that. Um, made in Tokyo. Yeah, they, he has his own record label, Private Club Records, with his brother. Um, Uber Everywhere, probably the biggest record out of all these guys on the list. Um, XXX and Tassion, for for all of his dickhead antics, he does have the biggest fan base out of all these guys. Um, he just duffed out a fan at a <laughs> at his show with the thrown bracket. into the bar- barrier. <laughs> yeah. Yo, we got a whole separate topic about Yo. him. He's got a lot going on this past month. Uh, Playboy Cardi, yes, I agree with. Um, Ugly God. I agree with that. He's a rapper and a producer. He's like 
worked with a lot of these guys on this list. And Cap G, I agree with. So obviously that leaves three people that I'm like, nah. Kamaya, Kyle, and Amine, I'm not really fucking with. And my particular uh, replacements was T Grizzly, YFN Lucci, and Famous Dex that didn't make the list. And uh, apparently Young and May was supposed to do it. They asked her first, and she turned down and said that I deserve my own cover. And apparently she doesn't know that Ooh came out last summer and that we don't really care anymore. Oh, shit. She said that? She said that, yeah. I deserve my own cover. Uh, I, I don't think I should be on the freshman list. I did more than everybody else on the list, and you really didn't. So I fucked with him for that. Well, her. her yeah. Yeah, her, him, her whatever, him. whatever. But, they, yeah. I mean that that old shit was like huge though. It was yeah. so didn't go like double platinum or something like yeah. that. Yeah, was a year ago. Yeah, so it was like all so right. she wasn't on there last year. No, because the record came out after, after the list the came list out came last out, year. Yeah. So it was like she turned down the opportunity or whatever. Um, but yeah, so that's all of that. Uh, the kid famous Dex from Chicago, who has like something like a hundred and thirty music videos out. All of them have like over three hundred thousand views. Uh, he got left off the list because he had a situation. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. where a video came out yeah, last that. year we beat his girl up. Uh, keep in mind, it's like a Ray Rice situation. You're getting penalized for it, but the girl, him and the girl still together. They, they just had another kid together following that situation. So he fucking went off after he found out that was the reason why he wasn't on the list and basically said, fuck XXL, I'm not interested in doing the list going forward, and blah, blah, blah. So that was a whole big other like side controversy. But uh, hip-hop has really changed. Dramatically, like hip hop now is like sports where your personal life could hold you back, yeah, from achieving. That's ins- think about how ridiculous. Once that upon is. a time, we used to sign up for certain rappers because of the ignorance and the misogyny, and now it'll fuck you. It'll around. fuck your whole career up, maybe. Yeah, that's scary, yo. Not my hip hop, but the whole because the whole thing is nobody wants to be responsible. For putting the kid on the list, and then some activist group boycotts you or whatever, and that's the that's what you got to worry. That's about. what you got to worry about. But here's the thing: a lot of the we talked, we had we did a whole show on fake outrage. A lot of the outrage is fake outrage because these people one already aren't supporting your brand anyway, so yeah. it's not really hurting you. Um, all two, all publicity is good publicity. Yeah. And three, they're not going to mobilize and like come to Double XL office with like picket signs, like because famous Dex beat his 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 cheesehead <laughs> baby mama. Even back in the day, they did do that. They remember yeah. they were steamrolling Snoop. Yeah, albums. yeah, yeah. So like nine million yeah, copies of Doggy it's, Style. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 that's nuts, man. That's crazy. Yeah, so imagine like Snoop Dogg and DMX coming out in this day and age. Like, yeah, it, 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 could you imagine like Luke running around in this time era, this time frame? It, it not a even, chance. Not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. Like the like Nas when he was younger, the Wu Tang. Uh, Wu Tang was going around beating up radio DJs heavy. on a regular basis. Like it was like, oh, what you say, yo? <laughs> 
13 killer bees swarm on your fucking Beans ass. Beans beat up Cosmic <laughs> Kev, and we was like, I got to get this mixed <laughs> Not now. Not now. You touch a DJ, you are finished. Yeah. That shit crazy. Ross beat Vlad up. <laughs> Had to get that man a quarter mil. <laughs> like, that's crazy, yeah, man. It's, 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 it's wild out here, man. So, uh, leave us your thoughts on the freshman list. Uh, you know, you want to talk about T Grizzly? This your guy, ain't it? I love T Grizzly. T Grizzly uh, got snubbed off the list. Him and YFN Lucci. Apparently, it was a thing with YFN Lucci where they asked him to do it, and he said no. Then he came back and was like trying to say yeah after they already found a replacement for him. But either way, YFN Lucci should have been on the list. T Grizzly should have been on the list. He got fucking. Jay-Z just said he got the hottest record out. He had the same day where Jay-Z <laughs> said that. The same day where he that said that. That set off a whole, a whole thing. A whole night of fights and arguments on um, Twitter. And then the same day that Jay-Z said that, LeBron James put the video up of him in, uh, working out or whatever to the T. Grizzly record or whatever. So T. Grizzly definitely should have been on the list. Um, the kid Kyle got one song, the I Spy song with Little Yachty. The song is dope because, arguably because of Yachty. T Grizzly song is is dope or performing because of T Grizzly. He got a whole album out, sixteen songs or whatever, with no features. So it's like he's carrying that project on his own. So and it's and his records are performing at radio, uh, charts, and the shit is selling. So it's like I don't understand, you know, how he doesn't make the list because. But they ultimately said they feel like it's a little bit early for him, but I think Double XL is kind of like hedging their bets for like next year yeah. to where they have just like slam dunk people on the cover. But it just kind of shows me like why print media is so fucked up because they come up with these like roundabout, like weird reasons to leave people off the list. But all it really is, is them trying to guarantee magazine sales next year. Like if T Grizzly turn around and go double platinum or some shit like that, then they want to be able to say, oh, well, yeah, he was a double-A self-freshman. He went double-platinum, blah, blah, blah. So they're doing it for their own selfish reasons and not because people don't necessarily deserve to be on the list. Yeah, you were pissed about it. I saw you go. You were fighting with everybody. Okay? Yeah, everybody. You were fighting with me. I didn't even know it. <laughs> the crazy part was one of our mutual uh, people, I'm going to tell you, hit me. It was like, yo, y'all beefing? And I was like, huh? I was like, I was asleep. What are you talking about? He's like, no, nah, Chad on, on the Jones on my podcast over. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Sarcasm. <laughs> and that's that's what I'm like. It had to be. But then I, I saw the tweets when I when I was like, uh, I dare one of y'all to. Yeah, I'm me. like, yo, I'm like, yo, this is the most <laughs> arrogant fucking tweet I ever seen in my life. I don't fuck with old hove or new hove. And, and I dare one of y'all to at me. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Is this Suge Knight tweeting? I, I see you tweet like, what the fuck is he going to do? Pull up on the 27th if you had him. And I didn't tell him. I'm like, no, dog, this is like being silly. This yeah. ain't for real. I was cracking the fuck up off of that, though. That was some funny shit. I dare one of y'all to at me. I was dying right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah, that T. Grizzly shit set off a chain of events on Twitter the other night. Yeah. That was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, me, me, me and Deuce was beefing for 48 hours over the T. Grizzly shit. You know what I'm saying? Deuce is the king of having unpopular opinions and then gets mad when people with the popular opinion disagree with his opinion. Yeah, yeah. Deuce got to be like me. Like, I have unpopular opinions, and I don't. I go get ice cream. <laughs> I don't care. Get ice cream. You know what I'm saying? Deuce will have an unpopular opinion and then argue tooth and nail yeah. as to why his unpopular it's opinion like, no. should be popular. Like, no, we still disagree with you. I'm with you, Deuce. I, I'm not a. I, I, I tried to listen to T Grizzly. I couldn't get through. It. I just like Detroit. I just like Detroit rappers. Period. Like, um, here's a good one. We we were. Uh, this was big on Twitter a couple weeks ago. Uh, Detroit rappers or Philadelphia rappers? Philadelphia rappers. Okay, cool. Well, at least you ain't lost. Yeah. Your mind. No. 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 At, at Philly rappers are just 
dickheads and shitheads, but don't get it fucked up. We still produce Beanie Siegel, Young Chris, Freeway, Gilly the Kid, Ace, uh, uh, Questlove. Huh? Questlove. Questlove's not a rapper. Black Not Quest, Black <laughs> My bad. Black Whispers, Thought. I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Black Thought, Bubonic, Mr. Man, uh, Reed Dollars, Joey Jahad, like, endless. Cassidy. Cassidy. Endless, just yeah. dope-ass rappers. Now, they're all dickheads, but, you know what I'm saying, like, they can rap, though. Like, Philly do have got a long list of good-ass rappers. It's endless amounts of rappers. We ain't even counting, like, the Eves and the Will Smiths and those types. That's of what I'm saying, like, like, the people that yeah. transcend rap yeah. music. Like, we're not even talking about them. We're just talking about, like, the spitters. You know what I'm saying? Black, your favorite rapper can't rap better than Black Thought. Period. Like, yeah. I don't, Black Thought hung on records with fucking Big Pun. Like, was right, was, it was right there, if not better. Somebody, real quick, somebody had posted a, a meme the other day on Instagram. I've seen a bunch of people comment on it, like, who who made the greatest turnaround in life from the strip club? Like Cardi B, Nene from Real Housewives, Jocelyn, and somebody else. And I'm like, Eve's a billionaire, right? <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Like whispers, y'all. Yeah. Eve's a, but Eve's but a you know what it is? Eve's so big that they basically erased that yeah. part of her past. Like, like, they, like yeah, exactly. You like, know what I mean? Like Eve, Eve ain't no goddamn stripper. Y'all kidding me? I always loved Eve, man. Yo, Eve the shit, man. Eve beautiful, man. I love Eve always. Always, Eve. I remember seeing Eve perform at the Dell East. Oh wow! Outside with it. <laughs> yeah. Man. Eve performed at the fucking Dell East, and her mom was like sitting right behind me. Night before the OGs. <laughs> Hip hop night at the yeah. Dell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got Eve and the Rough Riders crazy coming through. Watching people like ascend. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like get to heavenly heights and go to places where they. Look how you used to look at Meek on those uh, DVDs and shit. Yeah. Like you never thought he rich as fuck. You never thought he'd go. Like, there would have been 10 rappers I probably would have took at the time before him. And it's just, and he that's just why, outworked everybody. That's why I champion Meek so much and I want him to be so big because he was the underdog. It was like Joey Jahad was in front of him. Reed Dollars was in front of Cicero. him. Cicero. Cicero was in front of him. That was just the main, that was like the big three in Philly at the time as far as the, the young boys go. Cheek. Cheek. Vodka. Yeah. Like you had all these guys in front of him and he transcended all of that There's somebody shit. Somebody else we forgetting about. Um, Monster Sean Brown. They were older though. I'm trying to think, it was another young boy. Uh, it'll come to me. Then you had like Dose doing the battle rap shit at the time. Yeah. Um. Nh. Nh. Nh was super young. Uh, who else? I'm trying to think like Music Hut days. Uh. I'm thinking back to like two raw for the streets and Big Star and all of yeah, that. Yeah, music hut days. Yeah, um, Cree. They were older though. Cree, Elliot Ness. Yeah. Uh, Cree, Elliot Ness. I Hollow when, man, my man, Hollow Man. Yeah, Hollow. Yeah. Uh, Bugsy back then. Bugsy yeah. resurging now. Yeah, Bugsy got it rolling with the uh, yeah. the, the uh, Slick Talk. Yeah, joints. Slick Talk yeah. Sundays. And that shit going national. Uh, Hitman Holla just been doing Slick Talk Sundays now. Oh, yeah. Off of Bugsy shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bugsy got a record out right now with uh, him and my man Black Poppy. They put a record out on Friday called Shakur. Remember when that came out, the takedown, uh, Scratching and Surviving? Oh, my oh, God. Man. Yeah, that was good times. I'm, I'm from right there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was I was living on fucking Cecil Street when all that shit was going on. That was, like, the biggest shit ever. My man Mo, he, he lived right on 5800 Cecil, 5800 block of Cecil. Yeah, like. 
What's up, everyone? It's Boss Britt. And it's DJ Excel. If you're a fan of the queer culture and lifestyle, then be sure to check out and subscribe to The No Homo Show. We're a show that shares true stories that are uncut, funny, relatable, and of course, gay from a lesbian's perspective. That's right. Brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network. I remember all that shit. Yeah, good times, man. Yeah. Real good times. I remember we used to all get together and watch the, the, the DVDs, and that was like oh, man. the highlight of the week. Yeah. Like, who got a new DVD out? <laughs> oh, who got it? Bring that joke right. through. Like, yeah, that was good times, man. We don't get that now. Nah. Everybody's in the house on YouTube. It's, not, it's nothing that bonds people together other than, Hell like, sporting no. events. Like, sporting events is, like, the last thing where it's, like, motherfuckers get together and, like, watch it together. I mean, Wi-Fi has, like, killed that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, the, you know, like, it was a point where it was like, all right, who's going to get the DVD? Right. Who's going to sounds to get right. the new DVD? You know what I'm saying? And you get that. Ain't Jones. no point in all of us buying the DVD. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, that, that was that was a real good time, man. That was that was that was fun. All those battle DVDs and raps and Philly versus Chester. Philly versus the weirdest. Philly versus Stranton. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, Philly about the war. Yeah, these big, big Star had a tour. Yeah, all the counties and shit. Philly versus Levittown. <laughs> like, nigga, who's the hottest nigga in Levittown? Like, <laughs> I remember when the Philly versus Harrisburg came out and Reed completely annihilated the ball, and I'm like. I mean, it's Harrisburg. You know what I'm saying? Like, talk about playing down to your level of competition. The fuck? This is like the 68 Jets. <laughs> like the 68 Jets playing the ball. I remember the ball who, I remember Reed rat first, and he, 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 the verse was fire. And then the ball, I remember the ball uh, line was, uh, uh, nigga get some new sneaks, already leaning them. Nigga talk shit, get cracked with a Swiss preview. I'm like, yeah, no, see, this is awful. This is two different levels right yeah. here. This is the World Series versus Wiffle Ball <laughs> playing games. Nigga talk shit, get cracked with a Swiss premium. I remember that. Oh, man. Good times. <laughs> All right, let's go into something else because, like always, we're going left. Uh, Ford's top 100 entertainers list dropped this week. I didn't know anything about this. Uh, Uncle Puff, number one, with a bullet, $130 million this past year. Yo, it's crazy because it always looks like <laughs> Puff isn't doing anything. <laughs> Puff sold a share of uh, Sean John to Macy's for $70 million. I didn't even know Sean John still, still existed. making that shit. Damn. Let alone the fact that it's worth that much fucking money that a piece of it is worth $70 million cash. Yeah. Macy's is going to own Sean John when it's all said and done. Like, But apparently they're making hundreds of million dollars selling suits still. Ah, uh, yeah, I can believe that. So it's just like, that shit is crazy. Like, Puff is just a fucking magnet for money, man. Like he just figures this shit out every fucking year. He was on uh, the finals. Uh, he was at, like, game five, I believe. Yeah, he had the Warriors yellow sweater on. He tried to fake it like it was some of his bad boy colors. No, he, he, <laughs> said, he said it because he's he a Steelers fan. Uh, That's why he had the black hat with the yellow jacket, the yellow sweatshirt or whatever. Puff. It's, <laughs> it's a basketball game. It's a basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> but he said he's a Steelers fan. So that's why he had the yellow and black on. But, um, yeah, it was like he was just sitting there with the Kung Lao hat on. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, Puff been on chill. He got the documentary. Then I see the list, and it's like, oh, no, Puff made more money than everybody <laughs> alive. <laughs> like, what the Puff fuck? made more money than the fucking creator of Harry Potter this year. Crazy, yo. Like, like how Puff the fuck do you always do is, he's around some money. That shit is, that shit is phenomenal. Remember man. the show, uh... Uh, Mr. Rooney's Barbershop. You ever see that shit? Yeah. It was years ago. But I remember they had Puff on as a guest, and uh, they was interviewing Puff in the barbershop. And I'll never forget it because the, the boy was like, yo, you Puff, man. Like, 
what's the most ballerific thing you've ever done? And, you know, you expect Puff to give some niggerific, you know, I'm right. a man answer. And Puff, like, mellowed the whole moment out because he was like, the most ballerific thing I ever done, I just ran the New York City Marathon. He was like, that was huge for me, for my, for my, my life, for my mental, like being able to do 26 miles, something I never thought I'd be able to do, like completing that was like, that's ball. You know what I'm saying? I just did the New York City Marathon. And the room was like, damn, that's that's respectful. He was like, yeah, and I did just chop the top off my phantom. Like, <laughs> 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 yo, fuck a real asshole. Yo, this is before the drop heads, by the right. way. He's like, yeah, I did just drop the top off my phantom, too. Puff is like the blackest, richest, like, like the stories that you hear about yeah. him is just like, Puff that puff that nigga, man. It's like there's no way to describe it. I know we're trying to get away from that word, yeah. but Puff is just that nigga, man. I, I, I always like you got a lifelong you, puff, fuck like come puff. on, man. Puff could do no wrong. <laughs> puff said I don't write rhymes, I write checks. They said Puff was at a party and thought Selena Gomez was a valet. <laughs> Tried to give her his keys. <laughs> <laughs> park park my Ferrari, uh, little Mexican girl. <laughs> Oh shit! Like Puff got a great fucking life, but yeah, round, rounding out the top ten, uh, Queen B and number two, hundred five million. J.K. Rowling, uh, author of uh, Harry Potter, uh, hundred four million. Drake, number four, ninety four million. Cristiano, Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo. He ain't pay taxes on none of that. Ninety three million. Soccer player, uh, ladies. Soccer players make a lot of money for all my hey, gold diggers out Lionel there. Messi, all the um, I'm saying, get you a plane ticket, get over to uh, to Europe. You know what I'm saying the UK. When you going to Brazil yeah. to get your ass done. Go to the soccer right, game. Go to the soccer game. You might come up yeah. again. You might get your ass repaid for it. Yeah. Might get reimbursed. Uh, the weekend, number six, $92 million. That was like a big thing. Uh, we were talking about it this week. The weekend parlayed his uh, concerts into a $75 million touring advance. So basically, like, he got the fucking, like, the deal, like, Jay-Z and Madonna mm-hmm. got or whatever. Like, Fucking $75 million uh, tour in advance through Live Nation. He just did uh, one leg of his tour, completely sold out every fucking show. He's doing 21,000-plus seats a night, and he's about to start the second leg of the tour, and he put Gucci Man on it. I fuck with The weekend. Yeah. So he's about to do like 30-something more dates or whatever. So he's about to recoup that deal in one year. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. crazy. Uh, Howard Stern, number seven, The King of Radio, $90 million. Uh, Number eight, Coldplay, $88 million. Number nine, James Patterson, the author, eighty-seven million, and number ten, King James, eighty-six million. It's a lot of fucking money. A lot. <clears throat> I just need one or two million. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, let me get like my one or two million in the game, and then like start to get around other millionaires, and then we can like figure how I'm gonna get to my ten and twenty million together. But these motherfuckers are like mega rich. I, I give me a couple M's though. I'm just gonna get an apartment in Palo Alto or <laughs> Silicon Valley, real shit, and just rub elbows with who. You got motherfuckers out there 20 years old, man, that's up $800 million and shit like that. The fucking creator of Snapchat is 24. He's a mega billionaire. Billionaire. Like $56 billion or some old goofy shit. Yeah. Like stupid amounts oh, of money. Oh, Zuckerberg been a billionaire since like forever. Since he was like 21. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that shit don't leave. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like They got money you can't get rid of. No. It's like, oh, your stock prices took a hit. Are you, you, now, you, now you're worth $39 billion. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're not coming to get the jet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't worry. The jet is secure. Yeah. The, the jet hangar is secure because like we you, have multiple you, jets. Remember, uh, you want to talk about the whole uh, chameleonaire issue? Yeah. Like, so they were, there was a thing on social media. Uh, this, this, this ignorant young lady 
uh, <laughs> tweeted a picture of Chameleon Air, like, how the fuck can he still afford to get uh, courtside tickets? He ain't had a hit in 10 years. Little do you know that Chameleon Air wasn't run out of the rap game. He left the rap game, and he moved himself to Silicon Valley. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, 32 years old, $55 billion. Bill Gates, $61.90 billion. Stupid amounts of money. Dumb. So he and they moved, giving all that shit away, too. He moved himself to uh, Silicon Valley and started to, you know, get what it I get said I would do. with tech investors yeah. and just started, you know, parlaying different deals here, there, there. And he basically became an angel investor. And one of the companies he invested in sold for a billion dollars. So his percentage of that, even if it was a small percentage, he's now worth $25 million. Fast forward to 2017. So he's out there. He's going to obviously continue to make different deals, different deals, different deals. Some are going to yield you 700000 for 30000 Some are going to yield you fucking $30 million for 80000 You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit like that. So it's like these are exponential deals. I was watching Colin Cowherd's show the other day, and he said something that stuck with me, and I'm going to remember this quote for the rest of my life. Silicon Valley is the new Wall Street. Has been for a while now. Will continue to be for the foreseeable future because technology is every fucking where. The internet, Kanye said, is, is our sky. Like, we expected to have flying cars, but we have fucking wireless signals above our heads that allow us to connect to the internet anywhere. Turned down Uber. That's crazy. Yeah, Mark yeah, Cuban remember, turned yeah, down Uber in 2008 for an investment. Uh, My guy, Gary V, turned down Uber three times. Yeah. Three fucking times. He said the last time... He could have turned. He could have gave them forty thousand, and his stake would have been worth something like thirty million or some goofy shit like that. Yeah, like just ridiculous. I was I was watching Fifty, and Fifty was saying that um, after he did the vitamin water deal, he was like a lot of companies fell back because he's like us, meaning yeah, 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 don't really understand that the power ain't in getting a deal, the power is in the ownership. So he was like, I go into deals. I, you want me to be the brand, the face of something, face of this brand. I don't need eight hundred thousand. I got right. that. I, I don't need a mill and a half. I got that. I, I I'm good on all these cars, right. all these bills, all these ownership. homes. He's like, I need percentage of this so that when y'all sell it and y'all get eight hundred million, y'all got a check for me from that. Right. And that's what happened with Vitamin Water. Yeah. So for two bill, he gets a buck twenty. It's like hundred dollars of Bitcoin stock in twenty ten is worth eighty million a day. Yeah, that's I believe fucking it. Nuts. You ever see the Apple John? Like, if you would have bought a stock in Apple for, like, $300, it should have wound up being, like, worth, like, eight-something mil yeah. for 300 bucks. The the bull with uh, Nike, Nike offered him a hundred grand or 10% of the company. He, he turned, turned it, it down. down. Yeah. And that shit would be today be worth, like, eight and a half billion. And he, he <laughs> took the 100000 And it's like, yeah, like, fuck taking that upfront money. If you can withstand it, get you a piece of whatever yeah. it is. The more you own, the more you're going to have. Or shit, even if you can't stand it, take half cash and half equity but 50 said after that shit was like yeah like motherfuckers started like oh he, he know better right like yeah like, he knows he knows <laughs> the nigger knows shit the nigger from queens is on to us <laughs> alert <laughs> what did you about say run nigger <laughs> like, yeah, the like, nigger yeah. from queens is on to us we can't fool him yes yeah, he didn't go to high school but somehow he knows ownership man that, that shit is crazy though watching how many people come in like look at lebron like lebron like all right hold up we on what, LeBron 14? Yeah. Yeah, we, we need to do something, fellas. Because, like, LeBron, and, and, like, you saw Nike was like, all right, listen, how about we just give you 900 mil, like, over the next 30 years? Like, could you do that? And he right. like, all right, cool. Because they're going to have to do the same type deal they did with Jordan. You know what I mean? Like, 
Just one of those joints. Yeah, Jordan made I think a hundred and forty million or some shit like that. Last uh, it was close to two hundred. Close to two hundred. Yeah, off of uh, shoes. It was like the closest person to him was like fucking uh, thirty million dollars or some shit like that. Shit is crazy, man. Get your money, man. Uh, the Warriors won the chip. Warriors won the chip. We was last week. We was here. We were saying it might be scary hours for the Warriors. Cleveland got one. Uh, no scary hours. <laughs> um, they they went back to a. Uh, just like Matt said, the Oracle was fucking rocking. They went back to the Oracle, yeah. and um, and they I told pulled you, I the victory out. Crazy, I said the uh, Warriors by eight. They won by nine. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. and I, the day of the game, I went on Twitter, and I was like, yo, Warriors by nine. I was like, Warriors by nine, but if they lose, it's scary hours. And then I went back, and I was like, oh, shit, they won by nine. And I was like, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, it, I was like, I didn't bet, so it doesn't matter. Shit, shit doesn't mean anything. But, yeah, Warriors won the chip 4-1. This was the most watched final since 1998. You know who was in the finals in 98? Sure. Jordan. Um, so the question now becomes what's next for the Cavaliers. Um, apparently we just saw something come across the news blurb when we was, uh, walking in the studio and they are actively pursuing Paul George. Now, Paul George told the, uh, Pacers today, I have no intention on resigning. I just want to play my year out and I'm going to the Lakers. So I guess Cleveland is trying to do like a Dwight Howard deal where they bring him over as a rental and try to convince him to stay. What do you think about that? I don't like it. it that that's my one knock with where we're at now. It's like I watched the uh, Celtics Lakers documentary. The uh, thirty for thirty. Did you yeah. watch it? No, I didn't see it yet. It's great. It's flat out great. It's three parts to it. The first part goes over the history of the teams, like where they originated, where Boston started, where LA started, Minneapolis, yeah. all of that type of stuff, and then it gets into the Celtics having. Bill Russell, you know, Red Outback coaching, all of the history with them winning all yeah. the chips every year. And then the Lakers uh, having Jerry West losing every year and then finally getting Wilt Chamberlain and winning one. You know what I'm gotcha. saying? Part two was Kareem coming to the Lakers, uh, Boston going into a little bit of a rut, but then drafting Bird, the Lakers drafting Magic, and now it's on. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They battled in college, now it's on. And then the third part is them – going chip for chip, finally meeting up in the chip, all of the bullshit, and then going on past now to Kevin Garnett and them going up against Kobe and shit. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like, it's a real good documentary. It's wild, though. To, uh, <laughs> it shows the racist, like the uh, the um, the um racial undertones of yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the way the world worked in the 50s. Bill Russell and them, Kareem, yo, them, them some solid – they, they went, went through, through a, a whole lot. different Yo, type of thing. When Kareem, uh, for all of you that don't really remember, Kareem's original name is Lou Alcindor. Yeah. When Kareem changed his name, got into the Muslim faith, and you know became Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, it was like such a shock to the world because yeah. you know Kareem was the best player in the league and he was MVP and all that shit. And you know he became started wearing kufis and became Kareem yeah. Abdul-Jabbar and like. Kareem was like, yeah, like they were like shocked, and it was like I, I didn't say white people were bad. Was, I was just. Black is good. Like, black right. is... I love being black. I love myself. I love, you know, my, my heritage. And he was doing an interview, and the, the white guy interviewed him. He said, uh, Kareem, there's a village in Africa where the people grow large like yourself. Will you be visiting them in the off And I, like, Kareem looking at him like, white nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, the shit that they went through was crazy. But... I'm going to say this about those teams, and it's crazy because they got this whole thing now with the uh, super teams, yeah. like who started the super team. The Celtics had a team with five Hall of Famers on it. There was a Hall of Famer coming off the bench. Yeah. The Lakers had a team with five Hall of Famers. 
Like, Kareem and Magic is a super team. Right. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? They like, Ant Worthy and Cooper and <laughs> Jamal Wilkes and shit. Like, the Celtics. Bob McAdoo. The Celtics front court was Bird, McHale, and Parrish. Those are Hall of Famers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fucking Will. I mean, uh, Bill Walton was coming off the bench. He's a Hall of Famer. He backed up Kevin McHale. Yeah. Like, those are super teams. <laughs> yeah. Every Both of them teams, one of them went to the finals every year of the 80s. But the, it didn't seem like they were going tit for tat on getting people. Yeah. And that's kind of what we have now with the Cavs and the Warriors to where now the Cavs have to go get Paul George. If they get Paul George and win next year, the Warriors are going to get C.J. McCollum. It's just going to go back and forth now, and I don't want to see that shit. Yeah. Like, you want to see, like, Warriors fucking around and get Russ and put him as shooting guard. <laughs> Real shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, 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 you want to see – competition yeah and i was telling my homie that was my biggest knock with this year it ain't even kevin durant I, i'm not a kevin durant f- fan but it ain't even him the playoffs the teams in the finals were 12 and 1 and 12 and 0 right it was just no competition none and even the finals it was it, it really wasn't like it was two close games the rest of them shits was blowouts yeah so it's like I don't know. Like, if this is the NBA y'all want to watch, y'all like it, cool, love it. I'm not going back and forth. I, I just I, – I go on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when I want to watch basketball, I just go on YouTube. Real shit. It's like I don't even want to deal with this sometimes. I hope I don't want the Cavs to get Paul George, though. Like, I want to see, like, other teams have players. I, right. they, they were saying today that the uh, the Celtics was looking at Anthony, Anthony Davis, Davis yeah. and it's like, come on, man. Like yeah, I read a little bit into the story. They was basically saying like the Celtics have all the necessary pieces to acquire him, but the Pelicans aren't really interested. I'm like, yeah, you think this is their fucking whole franchise? This is shit is like losing Chris Paul all over again. Mm. Like I'm positive they're not like looking forward to parting ways with Anthony Davis. I don't know. You want Paul George to go to the Cavaliers? I mean, for the purpose of the finals, it'll make it a closer finals. So I'm cool with that. I mean, he ain't gonna do shit in in fucking Indiana all season. No. Except try not to get hurt every play, like waiting on his payday. How do you feel about the draft? How do you feel about the Sixers getting? I'm happy about that draft shit because uh, it's like we see a movement in the draft. The last are you are you, years, well, are you still a Lakers fan? Yeah. Okay. I'm absolutely a Lakers fan, but it's like the, the as far as like with the with the Sixers are trying to do, it makes my job as a nightlife person that much easier because if the Sixers is popping and they pulling out twenty one thousand people every night, it helps the fucking viability of the city. Yeah. So it makes the shit more vibrant. I've been complaining for the last month straight. Like Philadelphia is fucking horrible, a horrible place. Like I didn't. I, it was the fight was on last night. I didn't go nowhere. This is like the fourth Saturday in a row where like nothing was going on. Like, no type of meaningful event, nothing. So from, like, fucking uh, Memorial Day weekend to yesterday, three Saturdays in a row, nothing fucking going on in the city of Philadelphia on a Saturday night. And then somebody fucking, uh, rest in peace to the guy that got killed outside reserve last night. I didn't know somebody got got shot 20 times. What? 20 times. Man. So it's like the one, the handful of little places that you can go where it's a cool vibe and you expect them not to be on the bullshit, you go there and it's still some bullshit. Motherfucker get killed, you know what I'm saying, outside of reserve last night. So it's just like. Uh, Did you see the video of niggas and David's? Oh, my goodness. There's a part two to the video. Oh, Lord. I saw the part two. Somebody had the slideshow on IG with the part two. I'm just like, yo, y'all fucking apes, man. What was in the part two? It was just more of the same. More apeness. Yeah, more apeness. 
that niggas was sitting on the bar with you know the old ass Hennessy yeah, in, the, in the front. Like, yeah, yeah, they were sitting yeah. up on that, throwing up signs, and I'm just like, y'all really, really yeah. ridiculous. These man. are y'all MCMs that yell gang, 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 gang. <laughs> yeah, straight fucking ape shit. You know what I'm saying? Beating the shit out of like people trying to stop it. Oh no, you get your ass whooped too. We still don't even know what started it. Like, I just saw an Asian guy and a, and a white guy getting washed. Then a whole nother white guy. The part two was a whole third white guy. Uh, he tried to stop it, and they washed him. So the third, vi- the second video was him being washed. Like, after the aftermath of him getting washed up by the young boys. Niggas was running from outside, inside, punching people. I, I'm, I'm going to say this, man. It's like, I love Philadelphia. I got a big two one five tattooed on my arm. Man, I, I got a fucking Liberty Bell on my arm. Oh yeah, shit, you do. I never figured. That. Yeah, like I love this city. I want to move. Yeah, I'm I want to move bad. I told my girl, I'm like Vegas, L.A. or Seattle. I really just want to get because the aggression levels for nothing. True story. I'm driving the other day. I pull out the depot. What is that little block? Chalmers, I believe. Mm-hmm. That goes past where like the Id be yeah, at and yeah, all yeah. that. I come down Chalmers. It's a shop right behind the depot, and the boy be working on cars. He cool, whatever. I see him all the time. It's a chick, it's a it's an Impala in the street. Like the back of it is, you know, it's a median. Yeah. She's in the median, but the back of the car is in the street. A car can't get past this, let alone a the bus. bus. So I pull up, I beep the horn, like looking to see. I see her, she's coming walking over, like dragging her feet with furry slides on. And she's like, got an attitude. And she's like, the fuck is you beeping the horn for? And I'm like, was supposed to call you on the phone? I was like, yeah, I should have just hit your jack. I'm like, I was trying to figure out who's driving this car. And she was like, all right, the fuck? And she's walking to the car, and I'm just looking at her, and she turns around and was like, what? I'm like, bitch, I haven't said a word, but you're about to make me. And she was like, I'll lead this shit here. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Right. I'm going to just call him and say it's something obstructing the bus, and I'm going to get four wings. <laughs> this shit going to sit right the fuck here. I don't care. I get paid 30 an hour. This shit can sit here until tomorrow. And the boy, boy even like, yo, move the fucking car. And she got in all slow, pulled up. And I'm just like, why? What the fuck was like? What why? the fuck was that? You did ass wrong. How about if you just don't block the street? You don't got to hear my horn. We don't even do any of this. God forbid you park in a fucking parking spot, you fucking moolie. And, and it's like, dog, that right there, because that shit lead to some, If bull come up on some bro, aggressive. Yeah. Now I got to. And, and it's just like all of that for what? The aggression level is just way yeah. too high. Like I, I go to David's not often, but I've been there. I've I ate just there. Was there. I was there twice in the last two weekends. I, there, two there, weeks. Me, me and my lady go out. There is nothing on my like when I go out. I'm not bringing my problems. I'm not bringing my frustration. I'm not bringing my poorness. I'm not bringing <laughs> any of that shit with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just going out to have a nice night with my woman. That's that. I got $59 in my <laughs> check-ins account. This bill going to be 44 I'm happy. Let's go eat something. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers go out into the world and bring all they bullshit with them. And this is why you have chaos for yeah. nothing in the most random fucking places. Because y'all just can't come out and not bring it with you. Like, think about, like, when's the last time you went to the club with the mindset of, I'll fuck somebody up tonight if right. I got to? Fuck, that don't even make sense. You go to the nightclub to enjoy the nightlife. Right. Drink, 
party, put your hands in the yeah. air. <laughs> Ridiculous, dog. <laughs> what a concept. What a concept. <laughs> It's like you went to a nightlife <laughs> event a, right? to enjoy the nightlife. What a concept. <laughs> you came here trying to have fun. What pussy? I kill you and everybody that work here. Yo. It's like, yo, the people that work here don't even have nothing to do with this. I remember like years ago, like this is when Julie's place was still going on, like on Woodland Ave. Yeah. And like going, like motherfuckers would go there from around away. And like, I remember like one of my homies like trying to sneak his, his four or five in there. And I'm like, why do you need it? He's like, just, you know, just in case. And I'm like, you need to go home. Yeah, you should just go. You should just leave. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> go get out of here. Like, go take a nap. I've never gone <laughs> anywhere with that. And you know, I I got guns, and I understand yeah. it. I've never gone anywhere though with the mentality of, you know, just in case some shit. Yo, like, the realest shit black youngster ever said is, if I gotta be somewhere with a pistol, I don't need to be there. Real shit. I don't. I don't need to be here. To the point where it's like, I really got to get a dirty joint in here. Just yeah. like, no. You know niggas be acting up. No, nigga. No. Sounds you're like acting you're up. acting up. <laughs> you're planning to act up yeah. at the slightest. And the thing is, the thing about fucking guns and all that shit and toting guns and all that shit, that energy that you put out comes back to you. And ultimately, when you out there and you fake not looking for a problem, but you fake on angles too and all that shit, like, you're going to bump into somebody that's on the same type time as you, and now it's a fucking shootout. Like, one of my... And this is how innocent people lose their fucking lives. Because none of you niggas can shoot. None of you. you just shooting at... Just shooting shooting shoot. at Just shooting and shoot. Just shooting and shoot. Crossing guard dead. Ice cream man got one in the chest. Everybody, everybody who brings the neighborhood joy yeah. is then hurt. Then y'all bitch-ass niggas going to meet up and squash the beef. Yeah. Oh, man, a lot of innocent people losing their lives behind this dumb shit. We should just squash the beef. All right, bet, bro. Now y'all at motherfucking uh, at the local tavern taking pictures <laughs> together. Four people fucking dead that don't yeah. got nothing to do with this clown ass shit. Real shit. Because that's a real thing. Niggas starting beef with other niggas so that they can patch it up and be cool with them. That's some shit that you weird niggas is out here doing too nah, that people don't know about. I don't. Yeah, that sounds crazy. Niggas would get on social media and talk crazy to a nigga and then be like, get on the phone and be like, no, dog, you know what I'm saying? What I really meant was, no, 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 because, no, you a real nigga. Like, what? <laughs> like, Drake said, uh, <laughs> they're going to dish you on the airways. They're going to hit you up right after. Like, it's only rap. rap. Yeah. 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 That's real shit. But, no, it, it's, it's, it's sickening, and it, and, 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 it, and it trickles down further and further to the youth yep. to where they can't go, like, Think about how the youth, like the 16, 15-year-old. Straight up. Can't, like, think about when you were 16 and 15. The, the, just running around just horny, running trying to hit something. around having fun, being out. They can't even get together now without violence. They can't. They yep. can't do it because it trickles down from y'all. I watched a video today where the mom was yelling at the daughter, calling her all kinds of bitches, and I'll fuck you up. So when that girl walks out into the world, Cause she like you, you a little twelve year old bitch, da, 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 da. and and it's like yo, when that twelve year old, she gonna find somebody to give that energy to, exactly. And nine times out of ten, it's gonna be somebody that ain't playing with her, exactly. Now we got a whole other situation. Yep. And, and with authority, it's gonna be an authority figure or a teacher or you know what I'm saying or a, a older girl. You know what I'm saying somebody that's sixteen or whatever that's gonna knock her fucking teeth out. Whatever the case may be, but it's like yo. Take take a fucking lesson from Khaled, man. Coddle your kids. Yeah. Love your fucking kids, man. Show them that they're going to get enough bullshit in the world. They don't got to get that shit at home, too. Like, one of my favorite lines from music this year is, more life, more everything. Like, why? Like, I, like, I don't even understand the, the anger that you, that you got. 
It don't even make sense because yeah. you get money. That's what you told me. Right. That's what you've been telling us on IG for 19 weeks straight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you getting money. You got all the hoes. You 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 the man. You, they, like, why are you going out with this negative energy? Why are yeah. you in the world with that? Because these haters, bro. No, nah, they hating on me. Who? Where? You ordered a <laughs> fucking low main. Who's hating? <laughs> what? That nigga said, excuse me, bro. Kill this bitch ass nigga. Come on, excuse me. Yo. Yeah, you excuse Yo. bitch ass nigga. I'll excuse you, all right. I walk in Davis, the boy, like, yo, you trying to rumble? Nah, I'm trying to get some salt and pepper <laughs> shrimp. Excuse me. Like, I'm not here for that. I came for the shrimp. Right. I don't know why y'all are here. <laughs> it just don't even make sense. It's, 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 it's really sad, man. Like, watching it all go down and watching just how ridiculous it is and how bad it's gotten just yeah. in the last... Eight to ten years, so I really understand it now. When I talk to older people, and they like they totally shot. hands off with like, you niggas. Like, like fuck it, you, it's <laughs> nothing you can say to them. My, you know, my grandpa moved to. He lived on Twenty First and Diamond when he came back from World War Two, nineteen forty six. So you know, he like my grandpa told me all the time, like, "Yo, Allegheny was all white. The whole Allegheny was." He's like, I remember because he moved to Twenty Seventh and Allegheny, yeah, and like. I'm gonna say sixty something. He was like, "Yo, I was one of the first blacks on that block." Yeah, I can see how it, how, how it would have been all white because you're you're literally five minutes from uh, the Parkway. Yeah, like he was like it was all white. Yeah, he's like, and I remember watching it turn around and watching stores just go. He's like, the Hollywood clearance that was a movie theater, that was one of the biggest theaters in the city. That's crazy. He's like, and just watching it all change and just now you go down Hollywood and Twenty Second Street, this niggas just sitting in front of the beer joint right next door all day. He's like, that was ne- never. And, and, and it, you know, like listening to him tell me those stories right. is just like I could see the change just from the 90s. Right. You know what I mean? When I was a young <laughs> boy. Like, so it, it's really, really getting ridiculous to the point where, like, yo, 2025, when that come around, 2030, it, it, it's going to be sad. Because, it, it, like, how do you enjoy yourself? Right. You can't go do anything without the, the looming thought of some dumb shit popping right. off. So how do you enjoy yourself? How do you release? How do you let loose? How do you have any type of fun ever exactly. without some bullshit? And, I, you know, <clears throat> it's like I'm sick of seeing it. And I, I, I say this all the time, like, y'all clowns, too, for just reposting it. It's not right. funny. Like, laughing at it. Like, that shit ain't funny, though. That shit ain't cool, thorough, none of that shit. Like, I knew that motherfuckers was, was burnt. When I seen, remember that we talked about the, uh, the, the, the girl in the wheelchair getting beat up, that yeah. video? A grown man... Posted that video initially, and that's what people was taking it off of his page, and he was laughing about it. I'm sitting here like, "You a weird ass nigga." You're like, a weird you, ass I don't dude. find nothing humorous about this. Because at the end of the day, if my handicapped daughter or sister or niece or whatever get rolled somewhere for a fucking fight, I'm smacking the shit out of the person that took her. I'm smacking the shit out of the person that did it. Like all of that. Nobody in the whole. It's. 15 of y'all, nobody in the whole situation is like, this is a bad idea. Remember when the girls uh, jumped the, old, the older lady and all the men was just sitting, sitting around, around filming The it. one bull held her phone for her. I'm going to hold your phone so you can rumble the bitch. How about stopping it? How about stopping this before it start? How about these little ass girls stop it before it start instead of holding her phone so she can fight? Yeah. And she went around one by one and whooped all they asses and recorded the shit. Yeah. As she should, though. But it's like, yo... How are y'all raising y'all kids that they go out into the world thinking that it's acceptable to be aggressive to the point where you trying to fight this little girl 
that you beat her mom up. Mm-hmm. Like what? What happened that is that bad that where it's like, no, fuck that, we gotta go right now. But you know where that come from? It's from her mom saying shit like, "I'm a savage. I'm always yeah. on go. I'm a da 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 da." And then that little girl hear that and like the the late you guys see that video, yo, the lady yelling at her, the little girl twelve, and she go she talking to her like it's a grown lady yeah, in the see, street. No, you can't, you can't, have, and this and this is why people ask me all the time why you don't have no kids. This is why. Yeah. <laughs> this is why because. If that was my child's mother and you talking to my daughter like that, and then you putting it out there on social media to be shared, because it came from you, you putting that out there on social media to be shared, now me and you got a problem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yo, it's like y'all got to be like more courteous of, of what y'all doing and, and saying, doing to these kids and saying around these kids, because y'all damaging their fucking self-esteem before they even get to go out into the world and even begin to formulate yeah. what they want to do or want to be. It's crazy, man. It's, it's just wild watching it. You the fuck hurt and miserable, so now you want to get past that to your child. Like, no. And then... The, the kid is in the street shooting shit up, yeah. acting like an ape because he don't know no Yeah, then you want to be coming to court falling out like, oh, my God, my baby would never know. Your baby been been doing this shit yeah. forever. This is just the one that they got caught up about. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just wild, though. It's like I was saying it the other day. My, me and my pop, my, uh, my uh, grandpa was talking. And I'm like, you see all these murders, right? All these shootings, all these murders. It's never about nothing. No. No. No, never. No. It's never like a serious thing that happened. I'm not condoning violence or murder, but there's no reason for a, a murder to happen in a Wendy's. Right. Do y'all niggas realize <laughs> that nuggets are a dollar in this job? Like, there's never a reason for somebody to get murked out in the Wendy's or in the fucking poppy store. Yeah, whatever or, it happened, it ain't that bad. No. Y'all could work it out. And furthermore, young, wild, young nigga, you don't have to murder me over no nuggets. I promise you. Sure. I'll be the bitch-ass nigga and leave. You can have all the nuggets in here. Real I'm going to leave. Burger King next door. <laughs> like I, 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 Burger King got the chicken fries. I'm going to just go next door, bro. Yeah. Return of the Mac. <laughs> nigga, you ain't seen the commercial? <laughs> like, what the fuck? This shit is crazy, though, man. Like, watching it all go down. And like I, I say it all the time. 90s, summertime, 10 fights. Maybe a shooting. Right. Now, summertime, 10 shootings. Maybe, Maybe a, a fight. fight. Right. And that fight going to lead to a shooting. Like, they don't understand anything else. Yeah. There are no put your hands up, hand me a fair one. All right, I respect you, bro. See you later. No. Kill your bitch ass. I fucked that nigga up, <laughs> but he caught me right here. Hand me my pistol. <laughs> like that. Shit, this nigga got to die today. Yeah, today. It, it's, it's bonkers. And then motherfuckers, yo, man, why you ain't come to the... I'm all right. Uh, this PSA been <laughs> running around since 2012. It's going to continue for summer 2017. I know where you going. Do not invite me <laughs> to your outdoor cookout, barbecue, baby shower, gender reveal, uh, birthday put none of the above. Yeah. Anywhere that they don't have TSA security, Remember I'm not coming, fam. I was at the cookout, and you hit me like, yo, uh, where you at? I, I was like, I, and you was like, Nigga, why? Yeah, why are you there? Why are you there? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just out here. Bullets don't have no names on them. Man. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, I think that to this point in my life, I've served my karmic debt for all the fuck shit that I did in the past. 
So I don't have no bullets coming to me. Don't know it ain't nobody out there that owe me uh, no forty five shells. Mm. So I'm not about to come and catch one because motherfucker Orlando fucked tied baby mom three years ago and he just now seeing this nigga and he gonna shoot into the crowd. I don't need that type of pressure in my life. Yo, I got I, shit to I, do. I've seen a, a like a massive shooting happen over a a chick. Like that's a, all it be about. I'm t- I've, I watched it. That it blew my mind. First off, seeing a shooting like that, like where motherfuckers are just dumping all over the place. Yeah. And then finding out a couple days later. What that it was it, about. It was like, no, y'all lying. No, that's really No, real, real shit. No. That's, no, that's what it was. And it's like, what? There were four people shot. I thought it was his. Like, how the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that, that's crazy. Yeah, that's an, oh, yeah, another PSA. Uh, you don't have to kill me over your bitch or your lady or your queen, whatever you call her. I promise you don't. You know what I'm saying, hey, hey, my man, if you tell me you're going to kill me, I believe you. I'm going to leave her alone. She's your problem now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't have to kill me over your girl, I promise. And you can tell everybody I'm a bitch-ass nigga because yeah. I don't want no smoke. Don't kill me over your girl, dog. I, I just feel like life is a is a thing that isn't cherished. I cherish the shit out of We're going to get into that a little bit with this yeah. next topic. But it's like I feel like life just isn't cherished. I don't know if it's people not cherishing their own because – for me, I can't walk outside tomorrow and kill somebody because I'm throwing my life away. Yeah. At Grin, I'm, I'm ending your life and your family's yeah. going through grief and pain, but I'm throwing my life away too. And I feel like my life is actually worth something. And I feel like for y'all to be out in the streets acting the way y'all do, you can't value your own right. life. You just can't. And my joint is most of these people, a lot of these people who do all this shooting, do all of this dumb shit in the streets, have children. Yeah. So it's like, damn, dog, like, what the fuck? What are you living for? And furthermore, a nigga go out here, kill four people, get arrested for this shit, fucking cry in the interrogation, and then tell on the fucking drug dealer. <laughs> Don't give me the electric chair. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Ron Ron and them got the bricks out. We stopped doing the electric chair in 86. <laughs> I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Please, I don't want that shit. Please. You'll kill all these motherfuckers and then and then go tell on another nigga that killed somebody to get your time reduced or whatever. Like these motherfuckers are crazy. But I like really that's happened a lot. Like like shooting in the crowd, shooting at schools, shooting around playgrounds. It's all just like nut shit. Like nut y'all don't have no shit. scruples, no understanding of it being more life, prep children. Yeah. Like all uh, y'all y'all don't get that. It used to be rules, no women and children. Now it's like anything is a fair go. That situation like a week ago, the ball got killed. Um, he got his he fucking execution style. Somebody was whoever killed him was his friend because they were in the back seat of the car. Shot him in the back of the head. Shot his girl in the back of the head. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. That Jonah, whatever. And, and somebody posted it was like, damn, such and such. You wanted to be a street nigga so bad, you didn't got your girl killed. That's shaking my head. Rip. It was like rip the girl name, but like fuck the bull. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like yo, it's like somebody. It's, it's no rules no more. Yeah, it's no rules. And we don't even know what the backstory behind it is. I don't even care. All I know is that whatever that guy did, his friends, people close to the situation, feel like he deserved it, but the girl didn't. But that didn't stop her from losing her life, too. Because these motherfuckers don't have no rules, no code of ethic, no yeah. morals, no nothing. Everybody got to die. Yeah. Fuck that. The bitch going to tell I got to kill this bitch. Shit's crazy. Yeah, it's bonkers, man. We could be here all night with that. Like, just, just, I, I just want everybody to just try being better. Try loving something. Yeah. Love yourself. Have something to live love for. Your ch- love English muffins. I don't <laughs> get, find something to love and live for this yeah, shit. I can't kill this nigga because ain't no English muffins in jail. It's something. R- something. 
Something. Find something to love and love it. I'm, Enough promise, that you can just not do the dumb shit. For any of the young guys that's listening to this that's, you know, living that street life and all that shit, I connect with a lot of my friends, you know, live that life. But at the end of the day, they'll all tell you, it ain't nothing live about jail. Like, no. that shit is it's not this shit. I promise nothing. you. It's not this shit. Like, it may be glamorizing. It's not, jail is not this shit. And all that, all the real niggas dead are in jail. It's a lot of weird niggas in jail too. And you're gonna be right in the fucking in the yard with all them weird ass niggas. Like you do not want to go to jail, man. I promise you, it's too much money out here. There's too many women out here. There's too much opportunity out here. The world is bigger now than it's ever been, and you can get rich and doing it's, and it's way more shit. accessible. Yes, than it's ever been. You know what I'm saying we all got these. This motherfucking yeah. iPhone. You can reach. A, a zillion people with this just with this phone if you do shit right. You yeah. can put a picture up that go fucking viral and a, <clears throat> I'm saying a zillion people will see it and now you're getting hired for photography jobs or whatever the fuck. Yeah. A motherfucker could be some sort of a motivational speaker. Come on this fucking podcast with us and then somebody that's listening to the show might work for a university and get them booked for 10 fucking speaking engagements or whatever. Little shit that you do can change your fucking life because of the internet. This shit is unlimited. This shit goes everywhere. I, I, I'm, I'm going to just take it a step past that, and more so not on a material level, but on a personal level. Just walking in the right path yeah. could take you to something decent. Could take you to the moon. Take you out this atmosphere. But doing the dumb shit, the, having the... You know where that's going. Like, you know where Dead that's going. Dead or in jail. Like, Dead or, 99% of the time, dead or in jail. Certain motherfuckers escape the shit, but dead or in jail is the trip 99% of the time. Real talk. Yeah, just just try to be better, man. That, you know, that was a dope little little segment we went into. Yeah, like, yeah, just try to be better. Try to find something to love and live for. Have man. something to live for. The Sixers got the number one pick, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The process is in full effect this year. Something. You know what I'm saying? Like, me, me and my man Ty getting uh, we getting fucking season tickets. It's lit. Floyd is fighting Connor. You know, <laughs> the, the, that's gonna have something. Find something. I'm going to that shit. That you're looking forward yeah. to. We 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 doing the pain gang, John, for that. We renting the mansion. <laughs> we renting the mansion in the Florence for the for fucking Floyd week. You know what I'm saying? All right, real quick. Let's let's stay on something about like uh, the cop who murdered Philando Castile got off. Scott goes free. Yeah, Scott Free goes to show the hardest thing in the world is to be a black male. You can never, you can even have a video of you complying, and they still don't get held accountable for your death. Uh, I watched a video with his mother speaking to the crowd yeah. in Minnesota. It was uh, it, it, it it fucked me up because it's just like damn, like yeah. you know that really was somebody's son, that was somebody's father, that the was somebody's brother. The most fucked up part about it is is I don't think y'all, some of y'all might not be fully computing this. There's no charges, bro. Fucker went to trial and lost. They not go, they're not being held accountable no. for the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like they like there there's there's zero accountability for this shit. Like you know what I'm saying? And the, the the DA wanted it and all of that shit and it's still not enough. Like you it's like you it's like how what do you what got to happen to convict a cop of murdering somebody in this country? What got to happen? I I'm I'm gonna say this. Like looking looking at the facts of the situation. This man worked for the school district. He had been there for like 11 or 12 years. Right. He was like beloved at the school he was at. For all, all the kids like came for right. like, yeah, they always had nice, nice thing. He was always a nice dude. Always a nice thing. But he's riding in a car with his girlfriend and his infant child. Right. And he's legally carrying a registered fire. And alerts you. And tells you, officer, I have a gun on me. It's permitted. It's on my waist. Okay, let me see your wallet. Bow. What, what the, the fuck? fuck? Yeah. 
like, and his mother said it when she was talking. Why would he risk anything with his woman and his baby yeah. in the car? Like, this ain't nobody you pulled over that was high on anything, right. that was raging, wilding. Right. He not on K2 or PCP. And my only thing, and I, I got friends who are cops. My thing, when I tell them the same thing. The police will hire people, make them cops, who can always fall back on, I feared for my life. You took a, a dangerous job. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? The you, nature of the job is you fear for your life. The nature of the job is at any <laughs> this is why you put on you know why I don't wear a bulletproof vest? <laughs> because chances are I'm not gonna get shot at. You understand what I'm saying? And I was saying it to my girl yesterday. We all make uh what's it called? Uh life decisions. Not not even life decisions, but just when you first see somebody, uh judgment. Judgment, like, right. We all judge people. We all do it. It's just the way we are. You see somebody, you think, oh, this motherfucker. We do it as bus drivers. Everybody who drives a bus and listens to this, my people at work, they know it. You yeah. can tell who's about to ask, yo, can I get a ride? You know it when you're pulling up because that's the motherfucker in the back of the crowd <laughs> staring at you. You know it. The only difference is with me making a judgment like that is when he does get on the bus and does that, neither one of us has to die. Right. You as a cop making a judge, oh, he's black, he's got braids, he's dark skinned, he has tattoos, he has a big beard. This is something to be fearful of. So you on... Quick draw. Exactly. When this boy is trying to ask you for directions or whatever the fuck right. he's doing, I feel like you being a police officer, you need to be held to a higher standard of oh, conduct. Oh, hands down. So it's like it's just insane to me. Like you know, the Terrence Crutcher, that lady got off a couple weeks yeah. ago, and it's just like you can't do shit. I told him to get in the car. That don't mean you got to kill a motherfucker. I'm gonna I'm say this, and I never spoke about it on the podcast, but uh, I'll, I'll tell the, the story now. Uh, about I'm gonna say about about a year ago, a little little under a year ago, uh, me and Lee, uh, we were living down the street you yeah. know, before we moved or whatever. Uh, Lee was on a flight. She was coming into Philly that day, and I was working the nine. I went in and did the first nine, eight oh one, for overtime, and I got off at like one thirty. So I went to the Weiss, the supermarket up on Ridge yeah. Ridge Pike. I went to the Weiss, you know, got a couple things, whatever, whatever. Took them to the house. Lee's flight was coming in, and I wanted to get a, a fresh baldy. So I was like, I told her, like, look, I'm going to pick you up. You can go to the barbershop with me down Woodland Ave. I get a baldy, and then, uh, you know, we can come back out the way. Cool. We get to the shop. I see Ross. He was in there with his son, whatever, whatever. And uh, he didn't have his will. I'm like, he was like, take me down to the crib. I'm like, I bet. Take him down to the crib, yeah. drop him off. We're leaving from his crib, coming back up to Roxborough. My phone rings. Hello? Yeah, this is Detective da 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 uh, where where are you at? Where's your partner at? And we want the credit cards. Da, 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 da. I'm thinking it's you or Leak playing around. Right. So I'm like, all right, yeah, eat a dick. Bang the phone. <laughs> Calls me right back. Yeah, don't hang that phone up on me again. Da, 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 saying all this shit. So I'm like, yeah, I, I swear to God, I thought thinking somebody playing. Yeah. I bang the phone again. He calls me back. Listen, motherfucker. Da, 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 da. He's like, you don't. Uh, you you got till the end of today midnight to show up. We're not playing with you. We know exactly where you are. We'll kick that fucking door in. Now, I don't use my address for anything. Right. I use another address. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, yeah, where I live at? Because that's how I know. He runs off the address clean. So I'm like, the fuck? And then, then it started hitting me. I'm like, are you? You're, you're for real. So it's a cop pulls pulls up on the side of us, like a Philly cop. Yeah. 70th and uh, 70th and Lindbergh. Philly cop pulls up on the side of us. My girl reach, leans out the car. I was like, excuse me. 
this guy keeps calling us saying he's a detective. We try, like, I don't, like, why the fuck is he calling my boyfriend phone? Yeah. So the cop was like, what? Cop pulls over. I pull over because in the day, I, I, I'm just trying to figure out what the right, fuck right, is right. going on. Is this somebody serious or is this somebody playing? I don't got jack shit yeah. to hide. Cop gets on the phone, starts talking to him. Cop calls his backup, his sergeant, Philly cop, the Philly sergeant comes yeah. up. He's like, yeah, it is real. Uh, they said they got you on tape. Uh, you and your partner or something were taking credit cards. It, uh, were you in the Weiss today supermarket? I'm like, yeah, I go to Weiss all the fucking time. I went there after I got off work. He's like, well, yeah, apparently they're saying that they got you guys taking credit cards and, uh, you know, there's a warrant out for you. I'm like, you're serious. He <laughs> he runs the name off. Matthew Kane. Da, 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 da. I'm like, they had put, it wasn't a regular warrant. It was some other type of warrant. I, I can't remember the name of it. And I'm like, nah. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm like, nah, that don't make no sense. So the, the sergeant, the Philly sergeant was like, um... They're coming here, like, because we're on 70th and Liberty. Now it's yeah. the Philly sergeant, the, the cops that was there with us, and, like, two other cops, cop cars come up. He's like, well, they're on their way here, and they want us to hold you. So I'm like, so what does that mean? He was like, can you step out of the car? So my girl started, like, crying and screaming out. And I'm, mind you, the whole time I'm like, this, just relax. Right, right, this, right. They put me in cuffs and had me standing there so – the White Marsh cops come up. Now it's like seven of them yeah. and the detective boy in the Black Explorer. It's 15 fucking cop cars out there That's now. So the, the detective boy comes up. It's a skinny boy. He shows me the video. Yeah. Skinny boy and a big boy. We don't look alike. Right. That ain't me. That's not me. He was like, yeah, but you guys were all head knotting each other. I'm like, I saw black people. I gave them head nods. <laughs> what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So he was like, you sure this isn't you? Because in the video, this guy has hair, and your head looks like it's freshly shaven. I'm like, oh, Lord. I'm like, I went to the barbershop. <laughs> so I'm like, look, man, I don't know what type of time y'all on. I work today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I drive. I, crazy why I still have my uniform Right, right, right. I'm like, I drive the bus. I was at work today, and I went to the supermarket, left, came down here. So all of this shit is just, like, irrelevant. You got my girl all scared. This is just getting nutty. So the bull take me out the cuffs. The detective was like, why'd you let him out the cuffs? The cop boy like, well, what the fuck? He has on a SEPTA uniform, <laughs> and he like, it's not it's him. Clearly not him. So I don't understand what the, like, the cops start arguing. Yeah. And the, the, the detective was like, we could take you in for questioning. The Philly sergeant boy was like, no, nah, you ain't taking him. Like, I wouldn't even let that go down because it's, this is, like, almost factless. Like, the man can show you. I could pull up on my john. My schedule. My, no, my, uh, like, what? I, like I, the money I spent in white. Oh, right, 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 that's right. how they got me. They I, when I checked out, I used my card. My, so uh, you'd have paid cash, it wouldn't have been none of that. No, my like the price plus oh. card, and that shit's registered to you. You yeah. know what I mean? And long story short, the, the the motherfuckers was in there stealing credit cards or whatever, and then they went to Pizzeria Uno, and this is the crazy part. When I left Weiss, I said to myself, I should go to Pizzeria Uno. I wanted Uno. some pizza, but my girl was coming. And that's the crazy part. I almost went to Pizzeria Uno up the street. You've really been fucked up. Wouldn't that have been some coincidental <laughs> shit? But long story short, they had us out there. So finally, the, the White Marsh cops was like apologizing to me. And the Philly cop, the black boy was like, they know they wrong. They know they dead ass wrong. Having, having you stand out here having to go through all that bullshit, they know they dead ass wrong. He was like, I would tell you to sue them. Only thing is they didn't move you. 
If they'd have actually took you yeah. and took you up to White Marsh, imprisonment and all you'd have had a, But he's like, the fact that you didn't move is just a detainment. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because he's like, they know they dead ass wrong. They all apologized. The cops, like the, the plainclothes yeah, yeah, White yeah. Marsh cops. The detective boy was like, before I get out of here, you sure you don't got, you don't want to like tell me you were nothing to tell me? I'm like, suck my dick. <laughs> and the sergeant boy turned around and looked at me. I'm like, man, fuck him. Like, like, and I was, and my girl was like screaming, like, stop. And I'm like, because I started to go there, right. and it's like, I go there, boy could straight plug me. Yeah. And, you know, and it, that's how crazy yeah, it is. Yeah, the angry black guy. I don't think I ever told you, but that, that no, shit was. No, you didn't. Yeah, that we was out there for a couple of hours, and I was pissed. at. I had welts on my wrist when the tight-ass yeah. car. It was just retarded. And it's like, damn, you really can't be black. I'm like, I could have seen O.J. Simpson in the <laughs> deli aisle. I'd have gave him a head <laughs> nod. Like, what the Fuck. Most like, notorious black man in America. I'd have still spoke but, to him. But it's just like you you black one false move. Yeah, Even if you him. don't make a false move. Yeah. Like real shit when when the, when the, and this is the crazy part, it's like I felt like a weirdo afterwards because like why did I comply? Right. And I understand that that logic now, like comply or die, that that shit like I felt like a weirdo because it's like, yo, I know I didn't do shit. Like why don't I resist this shit? Right. But it's just like if I do then what? Like at the end of the day, I know I'm going home. I know I'm going like right. there. There's, there's no reason to kill me out this motherfucker. Right. So I don't know like that. And ever since that, my whole view on a lot of this shit when it comes to these shooting of black men, it all changes because I understand it. Like, yeah, you really could just be there in some bullshit. Yeah. And if that shit happens and like me and I actually get shot right there and die, I'm aggressive. I was a threat. Well, Bunch of bullshit to just no. I'm I'm driving the fuck da- home. Do you use dangerous language. My my <laughs> past criminal my, when I got locked up that shit comes into play yeah. all kinds of stupid shit just on the strength so it, it's like you know I I I feel for the family you know what I'm saying like yeah. rest in peace to that brother rest in peace to all the the people who've been killed man yeah like I mean his his family when he initially when initially happened I was very connected to the case his family put up a GoFundMe I donated so now I constantly get like updates about you know what's going on and all that shit it's just it's just like a fucked up thing man and it's just like yo it's like certain parts of this country are still 1955 and I, I saw the mom she said like you know she she hates the city now and the son loved the city she's like he yeah. only had one tattoo and it was the twin cities you know what i mean and she was like the city killed him like minnesota yeah. killed him and y'all let them walk she's like i don't even want to live here no more and i'm telling my girl I'm like where did she go can't go to la can't go to chicago detroit philly right. miami atlanta texas it's the same shit yep. so it's just like i don't, I don't like <sighs> It's, it's That's depressing. one thing I can give the Philly PD for all the bullshit that they do. They haven't pulled that stunt yet because I feel like they know better. I feel <laughs> like it kind of happened last week, though, with the guy on the dirt bike. Did you see that situation? No. Yeah, see, the the, the cop, I, apparently the guy, his his uh, his um name was DJ because that, that's the, the big hashtag I kept seeing, uh, Justice for DJ, okay. I believe is his name. Uh, he was on a dirt bike. He had a gun on him, and the cop saw it. He was apparently going away from the cop, and the cop shot him four times. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was happening. I mean, you ain't seen me ask Carl, like, what are no. your takes on that? That was, I put that in the group. That was, look it up on, on Twitter and Instagram. But it's just like, yeah, that's why I'm like, damn, it's like kind of hit here. Yeah. Man. You know what I mean? Because everybody who was out there, he was a dirt bike guy, and, like, a lot of people was out there for the vigil and all that stuff. Right. And, um, yeah, apparently he was walking. The cops saw the gun. Yeah. But he was walking away. And he shot him four times. So that's that's crazy. what I saw. So 
it, it's it's just a mess. It, it's it's like ridiculous. I told I got pulled over one day on a thirty third and Dolphin, and the cop. The crazy part, he was black. He was <laughs> they mad. the worst ones. Yo, he was mad aggressive. I'm talking about ripping my door open. He's like, you got any drugs, any guns in here? I'm like, no, officer. I'm coming from work, man. I, I drive a fifty four. I don't give a fuck what you drive. You got anything in this car? I'm like, no. No, like, yo, dog. Turn you it do, down, bro. You doing this for nothing? He was like, "Let me see your license and registration." I'm like, "I'm not reaching for that shit." You know what I'm saying? Right. I tell the the, the partner, I'm like, "You get it out the glove box." He's like, "It's not booby trapped, is it?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna blow the fuck up too with it." Like, what the fuck? Cop saw a gun and said, "Don't do it," and guy started to run away. Yeah. Well, that's just gonna be his story anyway. <laughs> Take shit like that with a crane of salt. Yeah. Cop, I mean, well, you know, once you smoke somebody, you're going to be like, well, I told him don't do it. Yeah. Like, the cop ain't about to smoke you and then be like, yeah, I, I shot him for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, he, he he definitely was walking away for sure. But, no, I told him don't do it, and he did it anyway. That's why I shot him. Fear for my life. I just, I don't like that fear for my life narrative. Like, why is that always? That's the, always the story. Like, I feared for my life. It's like, really? duh, you a fucking cop. Like, some transit... Taurus caught it on camera. Well, um, that makes it a little bit better then. Shit, remember the uh, guy, uh, Oscar, I can't remember his last name, down South Carolina, the cop shot him eight times in the back? Yeah. And the the only reason that the, the story got like actually came out was because the dude filmed it, was in the bushes filming, but the cop and the, his partners had already like wrote it in like the guy went for the taser. Yeah. And Full of shit. Yeah, straight bullshit, man. Colin Kaepernick uh, put a statement out about it. I'm trying to find it. I know I, I put it in my favorites on Twitter, but new Twitter is like that's another thing. New Twitter oh, yeah, is like new fucking Twitter me is around, crazy, man. Yeah. Fucking Twitstagram. Yeah, shit is all over the place. Um, why can't I? But yo, the Pete, listen, the piece of shit racist motherfuckers that are being Colin Kaepernick mentions. Yeah, yo, that's a whole. It's like meek shit on steroids. Yeah. Like, it's a whole no- Oh, here it says, Colin Kaepernick said, a system that perpetually condones the killing of people without consequence doesn't need to be revised. It needs to be dismantled. And the comments underneath this shit was like, holy shit. This is why you don't have a job. Good luck in the CFL. Cor- uh... And he says, labeling every police officer in America seems pretty racist to me. But what do I... I'm just like, yo, these people are crazy. Did you see that Warner Brothers is allegedly making a movie about, about Mike Brown? Yeah, no, don't do it. It's probably making it something like Crash. Absolutely not. Don't fucking... Don't satirize my son's death with for, a, for, with, financial, for gain. financial gain with a chain of other events that... Ha- nah, fuck that. Nah, absolutely not. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Don't you fucking dare, Warner Brothers. Don't you dare. I, I, I saw that, and the first thing that came to my mind was like, I don't think we need a movie about Mike Brown. I need, no. I think I need, we need justice. I think we need Mike <laughs> Brown's to stop happening. Yeah, exactly. We need fucking justice for Mike I don't necessarily Brown. think we need a film. Uh, real quick, uh, Tupac movie. I'm hearing a lot of horrible things about it. I'm hearing all horrible <laughs> like things I, about it. The, the, the best meme to come out of the whole weekend is All Eyes on Me is Tupac Shakorny. Yeah, that That's was the That's the best one. That's the, that was the There's videos of uh, Pac Millie rocking. Um, <laughs> apparently, like he not, Millie rocked in the movie, not in the movie, but it's like oh, the behind the scenes shit. Oh but it's like, yo, God. why are y'all releasing this footage? To there's I, a joke where, where he was in full character, and they was on Instagram live. Snoop gave it an A plus earlier. Get out of here, Snoop. He probably <laughs> Snoop. Snoop's too connected to the story, and he's cool with. 
LT Hutton and is he gonna be political about it? You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not buying that Snoop. Fifty said one of the scenes he's talking on an iPhone. Yeah, he said he said there was a, a a scene with him and Faith, and they took a picture with an iPhone. And apparently, this movie is supposed to be like similar to the to the Steve Jobs movie, where it's okay. like a a series of like interviews or whatever, and they go from scene to scene, and they're like reenacting moments, but it's based off of like these interviews or whatever okay. like that. And I hated the Steve Jobs movie, so I know I'm going to hate this movie. Some of the Ashton Kutcher joint. No, the Ashton Kutcher one was, I was great. Say, I thought that was all right. The one with the guy that played Magneto, the recent one. Ah, oh, see, I didn't see the that. 2014 one. Nah, because when you said stuck. the interviews, I'm like, nah, I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, no, the Ashton Kutcher one. one was excellent. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. Fucking terrible. And I'm like, yo, how did y'all fuck this story up? Like, I'm like, we already had an example of how good it can be. It just wasn't a big budget production or whatever. Talking about his relationship with his daughter, all that shit, and then y'all just had this fucking bullshit, like a series <laughs> of press conferences. Yeah, I heard it wasn't good, man. I it heard was, it was. It was bad. Like, I heard that from like a lot of different walks of life too. I'm gonna go see it on Tuesday. Yeah, the crazy part is like I'm I'm gonna go see it. I mean, I'm always down for some bad media, <laughs> so I'm definitely gonna go see this. <laughs> you, shit. you like fucking uh, <laughs> what's your movie? Uh, Killer season. Killer season. <laughs> so who knows? You might like this shit. I I heard from a lot of people. But my thing is, it's like yo, we have the blueprint of how good a biopic about a, a rap artist can be. Straight out of Compton. Honestly, I told y'all when we did the show with Nikki and uh and uh. Right, I'm, I'm just over biopics. I honestly don't need any more of them. But that's what I'm saying. Like we already had a shining example of how good it can be. Jada Smith said the movie is mostly fiction. Yeah, I heard that also. Yeah, I saw her talking. So about I'm that. like, so why stray away from that blueprint and then create the movie that's going to get all the other biopics canned? Like you're, this is going to be the example of, nah, don't fuck with that shit. You know what I'm saying? But what made Straight Outta Compton like so great to you? Everything like because like there was move like I know the NWA story front to back mm-hmm. like Easy E is and, and Rock Kim are the reasons why I fell in love with hip hop. So I his, historically speaking, I know that story and all the ins and outs and the industry insider shit and all that shit that people don't know. I know that story. When there was movie magic moments, it wasn't so far from the story to where it was like this is some bullshit. Mm-hmm. So like when. Suge Knight beats up Easy E. That didn't happen, but it's not so far from what actually did happen of them holding Easy captive mm-hmm. for hours. You know what I'm saying to where it's like it, it fucks up and muddies up the story. The storyline was good, the writing was good, and then you had actors: the kid that played Easy E, the kid that played Dr. Dre, um, and then uh, uh, Ice, Ice Cube's son. son. To where it was like. Damn, I believed them. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they played the part. They played yeah, they, the they, part. They played the hell out of the parts. And like Ra was saying the other day, this movie was written so bad that it's really not even giving them a chance to be right. good in yeah. the movie. Everybody that was canned in the movie was saying like nothing against Demetrius Ship or the girl that played Jada. The story is just bad. Like it's a bad story. And the guy, uh, L.T. Hutton, said that the movie is a compilation of Pac's past who he was and visualizing who he wanted to be. So it's like when you're doing a biopic, it's not up for y'all to put your interpretation of what he wanted. Yeah. What he, what he, what he didn't become yet into the, like there's a scene where he's performing with Biggie. He got a death row chain on. That didn't happen. Yeah. That just various, various military reasons, like continuity reasons. Like that just throws the story off. Like yeah. by the time he got to that point, they was like, at odds, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Was you at odds? odds? Yeah, yeah. they was at odds with one another. So yeah. it's like you can't like throw that shit in there and then be surprised when people are like, "This is bad." I I feel like 
everyone who's alive, I don't want to see a biopic of. And everyone who's dead, we know their story front to back. Yeah. So that's why I just kind of like, I'm good. Like, I'm over I, this shit. Like, I'm, I'm just done. Unless y'all I, got a Ben Baller biopic for me, I'm cool off all this shit. But even that, it's, <laughs> my, my joint is, I'm not going to lie, I do want to see the Master P joint. I, 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 I just see think it. I think because Master P alive, his personal input on it is gonna fuck it up. Yeah, I, that's kind of what because I he's gonna to go want to it to be so much. Even with as successful as he was, he's gonna want to appear even more successful because in the eyes of the person of the achievement, I'm killing these niggas. Yeah. Like I'm killing, but in but but in reality, Puffy was printing money back then too. Jay Z and them was getting a footing. You know what I'm saying cash becoming money. Rockefeller cash money was like. At no point was no limit Everybody ever. Everybody had a prowler. At no point was no limit ever the biggest label in New Orleans or Louisiana. It never was. Cash Money was always it. Like if you talk to the young guys who came up after the, the Cash Money and No Limit generation, like Chopper, who was on the band, and um, Webby, Webby, no and, Webby. Is Webby from Louisiana? He from Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and Boosie yeah. Cash Money was the blueprint. Mel and Turk, who ran Troll Entertainment, which is Boosie and Webby's label, they went to Baby and Slim for advice, not Master P. You get what I'm saying? So it's like part of what people from and, – and P had already been out of New Orleans for 10 years when No Limit popped yeah. off. He was in Richmond, California. Yeah. So he learned his shit from E-40 and Too Short in them and not from what was – you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't indicative of – what was going on in New Orleans. Now, what he did do was he grabbed artists from New Orleans, yeah. so that's what endeared him to the city. But at no point was No Limit bigger than Cash Money in uh, in, in New Orleans or Louisiana, period. It never was. Yeah. And I, I know he's going to go out of his way to tell that story in that manner. Like, No Limit was just like the – it was a juggernaut, but it lasted for – at the end of the day, it lasted for 24 months, Like, yeah. and it was over. Like, yeah. I'm just done on biopics. Uh, your man, Jay-Z? Uh, Jigga Man uh, further solidified his GOAT status. He's going to be... Uh, he, him, people saying that he's bailing out people for Father's Day isn't completely true. He's donating to an organization who did a similar thing for mothers on Mother's Day. Because I'm trying to figure out how the fuck Jay-Z knows where the people are that deserve to be bailed out. It's an organization that identifies different people with different, you know, category cases and all of that Can shit. Can I say this real and quick? And he's donating to them. When you see it on Instagram, people, it's probably not true. There's always it's, a... But there's, it, there's 90% of the time there's a link that goes along with it. It's, like, you, a, it's like a secondary <laughs> step. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a, it's the, what you see on the gram is a snippet. It's up to you to click the link yeah. and get the whole story. It's like people see a... <laughs> Post and take that and, and then make their it. own caption. That's it. Yeah, and it's like, no, this isn't what's happening. Read. It's Read like when people. people were running around like, you know, LeBron's the all-time scorer in, NBA, in playoff history. Oh, well, Jordan did it in less games. Secondary stat. LeBron did it in less shots. Right. There's always a secondary. Always a secondary. It's always the next level. But we, but I talked when we and you talk. I talk about second level thinking all the time. It, it, you have to People, do it. You have to do it because I play poker. You know I know. You're there's like, you so have to do much it. information being thrown at us now more than ever. So if you're not doing any type of second level thinking, you're going to be directly influenced by the shit that the first thing that comes at you, as opposed to doing a little bit of not even a lot of research. Because again, they give you the link to get the information. Mm -hmm. Clicking a link, reading a fucking story that takes three like minutes and example. figuring out what the, the fuck is going on. The other day when I, I got on Twitter and I saw 
Sixers, exclamation mark, 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 exclamation mark. Woo, exclamation mark, mark. Sixers got the first pick, yeah, we lit. I'm like, okay, before I give my opinion on this, (laughs) back out of Twitter, (laughs) I went to Google, typed in Sixers. I look at Bleacher Report and a couple other sources. Okay, yeah, Sixers are going to trade the first pick. It's not finalized. It won't be finalized till Monday. So then we can, like, and that's kind of how you have to operate yeah. when it comes to the, the internet now because motherfucker going, like, like you said about Matthew Knowles, like, bitch, Beyonce said it, then we believe. It's like, right. yeah. So they were snapping on Matthew Knowles. It's, it's kind of the <laughs> truth, though. It's crazy. like, because motherfuckers have put anything yeah. on the Instagram, on the Twitter, and think about how many people died that don't be dying. It's always somebody They killed Lil Wayne four times. The last five years, Lil Wayne died five times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit crazy. They all keep killing Lil Wayne, yeah. When you say Jay Z's the goat, what do you mean as like the I goat? mean just uh, as a human. Like he's like he's he, goat people. People yeah, he's humanized himself more it, it's not reflective in his music, but his actions, he's humanized himself and a lot the, more I, in honestly, the last year. I was telling year. my homie the other day, it's very, very decent you said that. I was saying this to Leak the other day. I feel like that'd be my biggest issue with Jay. It's like Jay is a he's not introverted anymore. Right. Jay was an introvert for like seven or eight years. Yeah. But now he's become like a man of the people. When you see like the Khalif Browder story, the money that he donates, bailing out protesters, but he can't put that in rap. It's like when he goes in the booth, it's like I'm rich fuck y'all, y'all broke shit. <laughs> like, ah, it's like, ah, I want to talk about some of this stuff shit y'all for. It's like why like I don't yeah. understand why that don't come through in the music. And that's why I'm not that's why I'm interested in Jay Z, the businessman and the humanitarian and the philanthropist. I don't give a fuck about a Jay Z album. And that's the thing, it's like I love Jigga because I felt like Jigga just connected with the streets and what was going on around him, and he was able to talk it so fluently. And he verbalized but it better like, than anybody. Anybody, but it's like he he, he verbalized being a rich young nigga, I, he he did it better than Biggie. Big just was a storyteller that was yeah. just beyond fucking yeah. belief. But Jay Z in the last I say six, seven, eight, closer to ten years. Yeah, but actually more than ten. If you, want to be if real. you go back to King, was King of Come was two thousand and five. Like Allure was on Black Album. That was a long time. That was two thousand three. That's fourteen years. So you're ago. talking about going on fifteen years. Jay Z has not sold us an album without it being directly attached to some sort of piece of commerce. Exactly. This latest album is attached directly to the Sprint title deal, and that's what I feel. In like, this yeah. movie that they're putting, this four forty four movie that they're putting out and, and, and it's just like jay and again i was trying to explain this to, to my homie the other day i'm like jay-z is a real complex character in the way he moves now he's a father now multiple kids you know what i'm saying yeah. he's a husband he's been doing that for a yeah, while now he's a, he's a huge businessman he's a huge humanitarian he's he's philanthropic yeah but he don't know how to let that come through in the music. It's Without like, it being whack as fuck. It's like he gets into the booth, and the first thing is like <laughs> up in the clouds. Me and my spouse, you know, y'all poor, eat poor, dick. all y'all down there. Like, like, and he don't know how to not do that. And I feel like when it comes to him dropping new albums, the last couple I heard was like they were surface level high. Yeah. He tricked us into believing Magna Carta was going to be the hottest shit ever. Like I told my and, homie the other day, two weeks after it came out, we was like, "No." I'm like, if good. if 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 Nelly dropped Tom Ford, y'all wouldn't like that. This <laughs> fucking metaphor doesn't make sense. Because Future rocks Mo- pops Molly and rocks Tom Ford, so your metaphor is null and void. It's like I, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I, I still don't get it. There are a lot of songs he's done recently. Picasso, years baby, that, I don't get the metaphor. 
Still don't. <laughs> I'm call me ignorant. I don't get it. Oceans was dope. Oceans was fire. Oceans was dope. Oceans was fire. Keep the rest of that shit. Like, what what was the song he did on? Uh, he redid the, on cr- Watch the Throne. He redid the Crown record that Ja Rule did on yeah, Blood in yeah, My yeah. Eye. And his crown ain't better than Ja Rule's yeah, crown from Blood in My Eye. Real shit. What's the song he did on Watch the Throne? Um, la 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 la. Uh, with kind Murdered Excellence. Murdered Excellence. Like shit like that. Great. Yeah. But you know why? Because Kanye's right and there. And that's di- what I kind of thought. Kanye's like, right there because it's Ye on the directing song. the shit like, no, nah, don't say that. Change this. Cut that four bar. Ye's a fucking musical genius. Same way Eminem is a musical genius and Dr. Dre will listen to Eminem. Kanye can give Jay direction and he'll listen. And when he does, the product is immaculate. Chris, yeah. It's perfect because it's like he captures the full mood and he like, oh, no, no, no. What'd you say about Beyonce? No, 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 no. Delete that shit. Delete that whole shit. Come out the booth. Do that shit again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and Kanye sets such a high bar because of the way he manicures his raps and he got Pusha T and Saha and Sean and this nigga and that nigga. No, change this and cut this line. And the way he manicures his raps, it forces a motherfucker to come in there on a A game or yeah. to stick the subject because you're going to get left if you don't. Yeah. And let's keep it a bean. Kanye <laughs> left Jay a couple times. A couple times. A couple times. A couple times. So it's like, I, am I worried about a new Jay album? Not if it's going to be Magna Carta, Blueprint 3, any of those shits over and over again where you're just basically telling us about your new car, your new boat, your new wine, and how much money you got over the last couple of years. That's cool and all. But for you, I feel like... like Perfect example. Nas had a daughter who was wilding out on social media, had a wife who he lost. That nigga made life his like he made yeah. a great album around his life. Yep. He made shit like uh what's the joint with Amy Winehouse? Uh I can't even think of the name of it right now. I listen to this shit all the time. I need someone who like the champagne alike, my A alike. Someone can talk me yeah. off the bridge any day and night. Like he makes shit like that. The drama he flipped the Aaron Hall yeah. sample, bye like, baby. But Crazy. Like, he like Nas can literally make a song surrounding what's going on in his personal world, right. in the world he's looking at. Yeah. Jay Z on the flip side has all this shit going on, but Can't then you verbalize hear the, it. you hear the music and you like, dog, tell us about some of this stuff. Like, right, like we know cool you shit. rich. Yeah. We knew that. So. Like, my nigga, you've been rich since 98. <laughs> and I think that's my joint with Jay-Z. Do I think he's goat people? Hell yeah, he yeah. has to be. Because that nigga do a lot. Always on the next thing. And he don't be looking for the credit, neither. That's the wild part. That's dope. But I feel like as far as music, it's like Jay just has to come from a different angle when it comes to yeah, dropping absolutely. new albums. And, and new uh, so his album's supposed to come out the 30th. Nas' album's supposed to come out the 30th also. Oh, wow. So they supposed to have albums coming out the same day. I guess it's old heads. Was that day. really Jay's like eighty eight best rappers list? I thought that was fake. Jay's no, that's how he tweets. I thought that was bleak. He, he t- well, I mean, no, I mean he has other tweets that he tweeted like fucked up like that. So who? I mean, if it was him or if it was Bleak, the shorthand Bleak is actually pretty sharp on social media. So it's probably not Bleak. No, I think it's like Bleak, like you know. Oh, telling him like was hot, like no, like. <laughs> Tweeting as if it was Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? Like a vicarious situation. You know what I mean? 
But I, I said it the other day. I'm like, Twitter was in an uproar. Motherfuckers arguing. You was in the middle of yeah. it. I'm like, all this over some fake tweets. Because <laughs> I was just like, yo, that's not Jay. Like, it's it's not Jay tweeting. Well, this. he didn't delete him. So, I mean, Man. as far as we know, it's Jay. It's his, that's his verified account. <laughs> but he literally named 88 motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> So who influenced you? Everybody. You know what I'm saying? When my when my, 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 my old head is Philly Most Wanted, when they went up there and, and met Jay uh, in the early Rockefeller days when he was formulating the label, whatever, and they rapped for him, and he, he everyone, it was like seven artists there, and everybody rapped, and they was like, Jay, you got some new shit? He said, yeah, I took something from you. I took two lines from you. I took a line from you. I took a metaphor from you, and I'm going to flip all that shit. Yeah, I got a bunch of new shit. Thanks, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that, been, that been him from the, from the drive. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Change. Yeah. <laughs> he know how to. He tell you. You say he know how to reheat your shit, and make it hotter. Yeah. Damn. Jay's a motherfucker. I got Jay on my top five list. Has to be. Um. I don't think he's better than Biggie. I. I mean, I never will. I, I. I don't think he's better than Nas. And I feel like Pop just made greater music than all of those people. So I got Jay Z at four. I know that's the unpopular opinion. I mean, I got Jay. I got Jay at one B. Um, I got Biggie at one A just because I just I'm just so connected to Biggie like culturally like everything that he fucking did from like the the grimy and we saw his transformation he went from like the super grimy like stick up kid hand to hand drug dealing mm-hmm. rapper to Big Papa you know what I'm saying and it's like we saw the transformation and it was reflective in the lifestyle and had everybody trying to get the Land Cruisers and the Lex trucks and the Kuji sweaters and the Versace glasses and the Rollies and the Gators and like just Two Jesus pieces all that shit like the Jesus piece is the staple piece yeah. of hip hop everybody wears them Jones yeah. you know what I'm saying. So it's just like Biggie's cultural influence is unmatched and his his rap ability at 22, 23 years old. Like, you can't say nothing about that. My boy, thing with man. Biggie is the fact that Biggie's best verse was the last verse he did. That says a lot. Yeah. Like, the fact that you were getting better. Yeah. Like, victory was so good. Flawless. If somebody came around right now in 2017 was like, yo, my man hot. And he was like, oh, yeah, let me hear something. And that nigga spit that first verse. You'll be like, oh, my God. In 2017, yeah. you'd be like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, that's how good yeah. that verse was. And that verse been flipped 97,000 times. times. Every big line yeah. has been flipped. I said the other day, I'm like, yo, because uh, we were talking about Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron. And I yeah. was like, Jordan to me is Biggie. Kobe to me is Jay-Z. And LeBron to me is Drake. And my homie was like, what you mean? I'm like, Jordan is Biggie. He's the GOAT. He's just... Everyone you ask, most right. people, that's the GOAT. Same like you said. You watched him come along. He was a dirty little nigga coming from North Carolina to where he was. Cut from the team. His airness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like that's kind of what you watch Biggie did. He did. He dropped nothing but classics, and it happened quick. It's like yep. he showed up and was the best nigga on the scene. Took it over there where he was at. Took it from Boston and L.A., and it was just in Chicago for a yep. decade, sort of like what Big did with rap. And I was like, then Jay-Z – comes along right after Big, just like Kobe comes along right after Mike. He mimics Mike. He takes moves from Mike, right. like Jay-Z taking Biggie lines. Not quite Biggie, not quite Jordan, but on his day, he might could hang with that. Right, exactly. Oh, he might get 81. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, Shaq in this situation would be DMX, where in his day, he's more dominant, yeah. but you just know Kobe's going to outlast him. Yeah, and he's the just staying power, not the exactly. same. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, then LeBron, like Drake, comes along in this new era from a weird-ass place like uh, Alaska or Toronto <laughs> or Cleveland, and 
he can do everything. He can sing and rap. He can pass. He can dribble. He can shoot. He can dunk. But the older people won't really put him up there because it's in this era. But LeBron, just like Drake, has to deal with scrutiny that those other niggas didn't get. Like where you hear Drake say, they take greats from the past to compare us, but I wonder if they'd be able to survive in this era. Where like LeBron has to deal with social media 24-7. Like just shit that they didn't have to deal with. And my homie at the end of it, he was like, that's a hell of an analogy. Yeah, that's, I'm, that's, I'm sitting here like that's a hell of an analogy. <laughs> he was like, he was like, you gotta say this on the show. This is the smartest shit you've ever said. <laughs> it was longer when I was breaking yeah, it all down, yeah. but that's the, the the basis of it. But it's like, yeah, that's kind of how I look at those three. And it's like they're all goats. Yeah, they're all like you. You can't take that away from them. They're all goats. Like they, Puffy say all the time, it's a lot of kings, man. We yeah. all kings. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, motherfuckers striving for greatness. And we I all hate kings. the fact that when people like you do a top five and motherfuckers like you don't put they man at number one and they like, oh, you a hater. Damn, you don't fucking. It's like, dickhead. He's in my top five. That I means mean, he's better than every other rapper. Just knowing what I know about culture, there's a there's a case to be made for Marshall being the greatest. You get what I'm saying? And I just respect a motherfucker's opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like I was at the time I had Marshall at two or three. The, the, my homie the other day was like, he was like, Jay Z is the most successful rapper. I'm like, he's the most successful businessman. Business he's not outside the most successful of rap. rapper. But I'm like, if you talk about most successful rapper, top ten tours ever, Drake's been on three of them. Yeah. Most successful in album sales, it's Eminem by a land. Well, actually, it's not Eminem. It's Tupac, yeah. then Eminem. Yeah. But they're by land. Like, Tupac's like at 90. Eminem's like at 70, 80-something. Right. And Jay-Z is close. He's like at 60. But it's like, it's landslide status with them. And it's like, that's why I'm like, he's not the most successful rapper. Yeah. And then you look at oh, Drake. another then, joint then, I said in Drake that. and Lil Wayne washing them on the Ex- Hot 100 shit. Uh, uh, another uh, part with that whole Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, Biggie uh, Jay-Z Jones, I was like, Jay-Z had one year where he was like that nigga in album sales, right? And every other year was yeah, consistent. Kobe has one MVP. And every other year he was right, right there. And my, <laughs> so you had to see his face. He was like, yeah, this is, this is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> the shit was hilarious. But, uh, yeah, co- like, congrats to Jay, man. Keep doing what you're doing. I, like, I fuck with you as a person. I, right. I just want to see Jay bring it through the music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to see more songs like Murder to Excellence. What was the joint on uh, Watching When the Beat Changed? Uh, two Seats in a 911. No Limit on a Black Card. Uh, I can't remember the name. All them songs had weird-ass yeah. names. They're not easy to remember. Yeah, but that was good. The joint with John Legend on it. Like, they, that, that album to me had substance. You know what I mean? And that's, yeah. that's more so what I asked for. Uh, we running out of time. We are. So, real quick, uh, I had two quick y'all weirds. I know you had one too, right? Well, I kind of went over mine's already. Didn't oh, I? all right. Cool. Well, my, I had two y'all. Had mine's y'all... was the niggas fighting in the right. Chinese store. I got two y'all weirds. Cleveland dickheads and the LeBron fans was making, literally making threads dissing KD mom, saying she looked like a honey bun, saying she looked like Quilly Mills, and it's just like, yo. At the end of the day, she put herself out there in the media to be a public figure, but that's still somebody's mother. I agree with you. So just the whole point of, like, chopping up, the whole point of, like, grinding up somebody's mom because you mad your team lost, 
that don't register with me. Because if I'm fucking Draymond or I'm KD, I'm trying to get y'all IP addresses to come fuck y'all up. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So it's just like some shit is like over the line. And it's like what I said earlier. No women, no children. Motherfuckers don't have no pics nowadays. And it's just like, yo, they'll burn your kids up, your mother, whatever. They don't even give a fuck. All for some jokes and some follows. Like, I feel like, like you said, it, I, I, I sent you a voice you yeah. know, while I was talking about that. Like, Y'all went on these shows. Y'all went on these platforms. If you stay in the bleachers and the granite, right. they ain't even going to respect that. They try to fight Draymond Mom. Exactly. The other but it's like y'all make yourselves ex- like almost like you there for the dumb shit. Yeah. Because LeBron's wife is at every game. You never see her. You know what I'm saying? Steph Curry Mom, where granite, you see her because she be down there with Dell and Aisha. You don't hear from her. She's not there to be hurt. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not about me. It's about my son. I'm just here to support him. This is why they got, like, you see they shut Aisha ass up. Yeah. No, she ain't been on no cooking shows. This is fixed. <laughs> this is talk, rigged. Talk that dumb shit, Heather. She <laughs> you, you in the bushes. You, no, you don't get to boil no spaghetti. <laughs> nothing. You Rachel Ray, all that shit's out the window now. And it's like, that's kind of, like, what it's supposed to be. Dre, I turned on first take the other day. Draymond was up there arguing. I mean, uh... Uh, Kevin Durant mom was up there arguing with Stephen A. Smith yeah. on first take. I'm like, is this really what the fuck is happening in the world? It's like, you got to tell your mom, yo, cool out. Turn down. Turn down <laughs> for this. Like, you, it's almost like you're trying to get back the years where you weren't popping. Because right. now you you up, you on one, you got a couple of dollars. It's like, yo, you got you to gotta relax. Yeah. And because I, not, what happens is you end up getting dissed on fucking social media. And then you, you can't <laughs> complain about that. It's like yeah. you're Kevin Durant's mom. So you ain't about to come on here and have a decent discussion. You about to just stick up for your son. Right. And then it, it, it's like I turned it on. And I, I'm like, I really I know she's not on here arguing with Stephen A. Smith about Steve, what Stephen A. Smith said last year. Right. I'm like, have we gotten this ridiculous for fucking sports entertainment, that this is what y'all do. And I, I, I was telling my homie, I, like, this is why I hate the world we live in sometimes. When Because it, it's like there isn't 24-hour news, but they try to make 24-hour right. news. <laughs> it's like there's no reason for this to be on television. Right. There's no reason for Draymond Mom to be sitting up here with Charles Barkley and Shaq. It's just no reason. Right. But y'all put him in these positions, and then you get mad. Like <clears throat> Shaq, last week when he did that shit, he took his shoes off, they yeah. gave Shaq the business. Charles Barkley gets the business a lot. They always, you know why? Because he's in that position. He know that. Right. So when you go there and sit with him, think about how we give Stephen A. bars. You went on there and sat with Stephen A. You're gonna get bars get too. These bars. Don't go on there. <laughs> go sit in the stands and root for your child. Enjoy the game. Yeah. Because there are moms who you never saw. Like think about Vince Carter's mom, and think about Allen Iverson's mom. Right. It was like night and day. Yeah. So you really can't get mad when people like, yo, you are eyesore. She's walking around the game with a four-foot banner on the front court. With a sequins jersey on. <laughs> like, you doing the most. So you got to be ready for that backlash right. because you're doing the most. And I, I'm not disrespecting the women calling them bees and all that crazy shit. Like, Durant, Durant mom, I mean, uh, Dre, my mom was like, yeah, the guy kept calling me all these bitches and this and the third. Then he knocked my drink over. And it's like, all right, you're tripping. And it's like, yeah, he tripping. That was way too far. That type of shit needs to be handled accordingly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I get that. But it's like once you come on the television, once you come on these sports shows, right. you got LeVar Ball. He don't give a fuck. 
fuck about no backlash because he know what he there for. You know, he understands the power of media. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, and, he, and he there for a reason. Yeah, was it weird? Yes. Was y'all weird for being on there? Yes. Also, yes. Yeah, also, yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, and real quick, my second y'all weird. Pregnant woman in Philly is recovering after she was shot during a home invasion in Kensington. Um, it happened on the 3000 block of North Front Street just before 3 a.m. Uh, on June 14th. And it's like goes back to what I've been saying all show. Y'all don't have no picks. Like, motherfuckers and broken in the house or whatever think there's something in there and they didn't shot the goddamn girl who, who was fucking pregnant. Like, y'all motherfuckers have to get y'all lives together and pick something to do other than, like, terrorizing people and shooting shit up. Because it's apparent, like, that's all that y'all are good at. So now she's got to, you know, recover from her injury. She's in stable condition. Um, and apparently, I guess after the guy shot her, they ran out of the, uh, they ran out of the house cause nothing happened to the boyfriend. They just shot the fucking girl. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Weird shit. Yeah. That's the greatest commercial ever. Yeah. 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 That's mad strange. Yes. Weirdness. I just saw, uh, one of the most ridiculous Instagram posts like ever. I don't even know what to say about you people. <laughs> You'll see it. It's in the group chat. Like, uh, <laughs> we we had some questions this week, but we're gonna hold off on those for next week. We had a couple. We had about four or five of them that were really good. But next week we can do a joint where we just answer a whole lot of questions. Yeah, because we we started talking this week and we haven't done that in a while. And uh, you know, we really got busy. We kind of ran out of time. So. uh Anything before we wrap this up, man, you want to say? Um, hit the website, realsmerchever.com. New uh, pieces coming this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. New hats, the Migos for President shirts. Migos for President shirts, y'all wear shirts, and bringing the label back shirts. I'm going to try to get all of them uh, uploaded <laughs> this week. The bringing the label back shit I, is the funniest one of the, shit. Somebody asked me the other day, what, what do you think are the, the five funniest moments on the show? Let's do that real quick. Bringing the label back it has to be up there. has to be up there. Um, the whole show with fucking AO. I listen. I listen. I listened to it today. <laughs> when he FaceTime Nelly is top. There's <laughs> no way that's not hilarious. Just the fact that she answered <laughs> and, and the shit that went on around it. So yeah, go ahead. Uh, that's two. Uh, I got another one. What's it? Uh, them them the niggas that that break into your house and then tell the judge. They shouldn't have been home. <laughs> that was fucking crazy. That was hilarious. I fell out off of that. Uh, bringing a label back, FaceTime and Nelly. Uh, they shouldn't have been home. What was another hysterical joint? Um, see, I didn't think about this. Oh, Remy Ma, have you ever went over your friend's <laughs> house? That has to be up there. Um, fucking Remy Ma. Fucking Remy Ma. Fat Joseph. Uh. Damn, what's another hilarious situation? We got to really think about this. Yeah, we'd have to really think about that. How about we finish that up next Yeah. Those are the first ones that come to mind. But it's another one that I'm thinking about that I – it's like there, but it's not there. Yeah. Oh, when you said the the little Louisville slugger. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, the realest merch ever. Realestmerchever.com. Hit, hit the YouTube page. Just search TRPE. They leaving comments like crazy on YouTube, too. Oh, Dubai to Philly when Matt when realizes I, Yeah, that was great. Yeah, uh, Dubai to Philly. Uh, it's a little less stupid. It's a little less stupid. Right, I yeah. got it. <laughs> 
So, yeah, hit the YouTube. The YouTube is starting to blow up a little bit. Y'all leaving comments left and right. We appreciate that. Subscribe to the YouTube. Um, turn on the notification bell so that you get alerts when we upload new videos. Follow follow the uh, 166 yeah. subscribers right now. We're still trying to get the 250. Chad can finally drink now because the sun yeah, is down. the sun is down. It's, I uh, bought some Fijis. Chad really is dedicated to, to like his fast. I give him that. Because I was like, yo, I'm at Wawa. He's like, oh, I'm fasting. I'm like, all right, well. I'm getting a sandwich. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll meet you. I'll get a Yeah, I'll meet you at the studio. Uh, yeah, so so hit the YouTube, subscribe. Make sure you hit the notification bell so you know when the new videos go up. Um, follow us on IG, the Realist Podcast, other page. I don't really give a fuck about y'all following me. Nah. Uh, um, that girl from last week never DM'd me. The, uh, the one that that's like uh, got the good job trying to help the boyfriend. She never DM'd me. You bullshitting. You blocking, oh. blocking your blessings, sis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about yeah. it? She probably gave boy the label, the money for the label. Exactly. He probably was like, "Listen to the new TRP, babe. N- n- no, no, uh, no handouts. Ent. Yeah. It's coming back, babe. All he need eighty nine hundred. Everybody, how about Trill Entertainment? You know what I'm saying? Hey. Somebody the other day had told me that I say you know what I'm saying a lot. Oh, they said they said they put the counter on you. Said yeah. Fifty times episode, and they, and they said I curse. And I was like, I was telling my girl like, I'm gonna try to do this whole episode without cursing and without you know what I'm saying. But I say you know what I'm saying like thirty seconds in. So fuck that. <laughs> so then I curse and you know what I'm saying. It's like it's impossible. <laughs> episode twenty four in the books. Uh, we gonna try to get this financial empowerment episode. ASAP, 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 ASAP. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, the people who we try to bring on the show actually answer the phone once we set it all up. Start complying. Yeah. Verbal agreements apparently are not good enough around these parts. Not at all. (laughs) So, yeah, we're going to try to get that financial empowerment episode ASAP. Yeah, I want to do that. Y'all need that. We need that. We all need to, you know, get on our grind. And, um, you know, I just appreciate y'all for listening, as always. I got to read this ridiculous post when I get off air, and we're going to talk about this next week. But uh, we appreciate y'all listening, as always. Oh, yeah, we're officially in Vermont. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to that shit. 40 states in the country now. 40 states, and then we added, uh, is Jamaica and the Bahamas considered a country? Two separate ones. So we had 64 now then, right? (laughs) You really just asked that. (laughs) Uh, More than that? Yeah, we've been past 64. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, in South Africa. Shout out to South Africa, man, before I get oh, off yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. We South, got Africa in South Africa has now overtaken the Netherlands for the biggest country listening outside of the United States. South Africa passed the Netherlands? Oh shit. Yeah. It's Damn. fucking lit. And the DMV is now over twenty five percent of our listener base. Damn. Twenty seven percent. Fucking lit. We might gotta go to the South Africa. Yeah. I'd love to do a show with Jermaine. Oh, yeah, and before I go, uh, shout out uh, my, my boys at Dope Shows. Uh, they got Jeezy. Yeah, Jeezy in, the, in, in uh, Maryland. In Maryland, uh, August 11th. 73 countries. 73 countries. Holy shit, I've been still telling people 62. It's lit. Um, yeah, they got Jeezy coming up in Maryland Friday, August 11th. My boy Black Poppy opening up YBS School on the show, too. And I'm trying to finagle uh, me and Matt hosting. Yeah. I'm in some intense negotiations trying to get that done. But, uh, again, man, as always, we appreciate all the love, man, all the feedback. Um Send us y'all comments, send us y'all questions, DM us, uh, send me some hoes. I'm saying it's summertime, I'm out here, (laughs) just sold a house. Uh, When that joint closed in August, I'm going to be tricking out of control. I just want to say, man, I appreciate y'all, man. We'll be back here next week, episode 25.
and retweet my video, man. I'm trying to get in the ground to stake me in this World Series, man. So when I actually make it, y'all retweet yeah. that shit. So y'all going to get percent if y'all retweet the video. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Seven O's. <in laughs> Seven O's four. with a four with yeah. a percentage. He going to get y'all that, man. But I'm out of here. I got to go eat. My fast is officially up. And um, it's Sunday night. What the fuck is on TV tonight? Nothing? Nah. Is Ballers come back tonight? Nah, Queen of the South is on like Wednesday or Thursday. I ain't watching that uh, shit. I tried to watch that power shit. Power next week. Power next week. I'm over power, but that's we'll talk I about that next week. I think this season might be better than three, but yeah, we'll talk about we'll that We'll talk next about week. power next week, man. We out of here. All right.